It is the 200 level episode 60, Illinois, Iowa, as of yet untitled. I just got down to the basement. Trevor's going to be here in about five minutes after what was an intense first half. And I was reminded just how much I dislike Iowa. And then I also had this thought that, you know, the last 10 years, I've really thought that as a fan, I've kind of chilled out, you know, learned how to not get so upset watching games. And then Illinois gets good again. And I realized that when I have a dog in the fight, like when I'm really, really invested in it, I get so easily pissed off and none more so than when Illinois plays an Iowa team. And is this not the quintessential good Iowa basketball team? Every single player on the court drives you nuts. Now Garza, I got to say, listen, he's just a tremendous player. And I, even when he went for his run there in the first half, I don't necessarily hate him. But the Weiss camps and the McCaffrey's of the world not fond of. Now, is there any particular reason? We talked about this last week with Isaac. Maybe it has something to do with the whole scrappy white guy kind of archetype that they have all over the roster. But regardless, we are locked up here with a 31-30 game, Illinois somehow leading, despite Io being mostly a non-factor with two fouls, Kofi having butterfingers. But Alan Griffin, couple timely threes, Andres Feliz doing Andres Feliz things, Kipper having an impact out there, Georgie defensively, had a good stretch there until Garza did, well, what Garza does. So, you know, Trent with another three as well. And this is what it is right here. The difference is 18 bench points for Illinois. So that goes to Kipper and Feliz and Alan Griffin. To none for Iowa. Things will equalize, I think. I got to think that Iowa gets going a little bit. I think it's a favorable, favorable matchup for him as this game goes along. Kofi, I think it's a little more comfortable. Hopefully it has a second half a little bit more like he did at Purdue and not like at Michigan. But regardless, you're leading by one despite everything that happened. Now, I had to come down here and hit record before Trevor got here because I'm just sort of, man, I'm feeling it. I got coffee. I probably don't need it the way that this game is going. But as we said here on Super Bowl Sunday, there was a chance that at the end of this game, and granted, as you're listening, you'll already know what happens here. But there's a chance as I sit here that Illinois could be 9-2 and in the Big Ten and a full game up on the next closest team. And as I'm watching this game, I'm also thinking, you know, I was a threat to win the Big Ten. So this is more than just, you know, keeping up or staying ahead of Michigan State or even Rutgers, for that matter, or Maryland. This is trying to knock Iowa a little bit further back and create more separation because Iowa's not going anywhere, especially at home. They are a beast to deal with. And, you know, they really haven't been hitting their shots like they normally would, though I got to think that, you know, this is a trend. Illinois defense. This is what they do to other teams, despite not being a great shooting team themselves. The defense tends to make other teams look out of their elements. So that I don't think is coincidence. The mantra I've had in these, you know, 200 level second half postgame pods is I think we win if Iowa doesn't really get hot from beyond the arc. But what I'm also assuming when I say that is that Kofi gets more comfortable down low and then Iowa gets his. But whew, I'm catching my breath. This is going to be an intense first half. And like I said, I haven't felt this sort of rush for a first half of a game in a while because you do learn the older you get that not every single play matters in a basketball game, right? I mean, you know, you have enough chance to make a run, even if you have a really crappy half or a really crappy 10 minute stretch. But man, it feels like every minute of this game is important. Uh, Illinois takes at one point an eight point lead. Iowa, they were up by five early. Each team took their punches, and they absorbed them, and now we're basically knotted up going into halftime. So I'm thinking, man, guys, just play even with Iowa in the second half. If only it were that easy. Just play even with them. And we're 9-2 and two on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm getting giddy just thinking about it. Okay, as I said here, a reminder that the 200 level is brought to you by 
DP Doe. Order online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices, custom zones, some of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or Buffer Zone. Those were our favorites back in college, but they got plenty of others. And we talked with Isaac about this. Cam's now open on First and Green. And I got to think the DP Doe's killing it late night. But you know what? It's a great lunch destination too, especially if you're at a business, a school, if you need to order out for maybe 10, 11, 12 people. dpdoe.com, they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Also, Fourth and Kirby. Now, this is pretty cool. Fourth and Kirby and the 200 level are teaming up. If you enter 200 level, 200 level, it's a coupon code, you'll get 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. Repeat, enter 200 level as a coupon code at fourthandkirby.com. You'll get 10% off your order. And with two big home games coming up, Fourth and Kirby has apparel that you could actually use. I went looking for something orange to wear. No luck. No luck. Nike has really screwed Illinois fans over, so 4th and Kirby is the way to go. Finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for all your life, auto, home, business, renters, insurance needs. brianismyguy.com, all of their employees, born and raised in Champaign-Urbana, so the local products, they know how to help people out in this area specifically, but uh, even if you are a little bit outside of the Champaign-Urbana area, it's worth going to brianismyguy.com to see if you can't get some more information about all the different insurance options that they have. BrianIsMyGuy.com. Alana Inquire, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. I think those are the particulars. So yeah, again, here in the basement and catching my breath. Trevor should be here any minute. And I'm feeling it. You know, I, I also feel like, my God, considering everything that happened in that first half and you're up a point. Yeah, I know you got some threes and that maybe isn't typical for this Illinois team, but I still don't feel that we played our best half. So knowing that they are capable Knowing that they're capable of a Purdue-like second half, wouldn't it be great if they came out here and just kind of you know, laid waste to Iowa, won by seven or eight points? Do I see that happening? No. And what scares me with a team like Iowa, with all the three-point shooters they have, is that they can get hot at a moment's notice. And another thing that we'll talk about with Trevor, too, the way they're calling this game, in other words, the fouls they aren't calling, it's, it's maddening to me. Iowa gets called for fouls on two inbounds plays holding a guy. And they may have been legit fouls, okay? So, and Iowa was certainly frustrated in that first half in a way that I have not seen him get frustrated before. But it is interesting how guys are basically slapping each other around in the lane, and there aren't many fouls being called. There have been a couple on Illinois, no doubt. There have been maybe one on Iowa down in the paint, but there was one thing that happened in particular with Kofi down low where it felt like he was getting beat up, and there was no call. No call in Iowa. So I think it finished eight fouls for Iowa, three to Iowa. Or sorry, eight fouls, Illinois, three to Iowa. Hey, Trevor Valise is in the building. Trevor, I had to start early. I'm, I'm That's just, all right. I was a little bit late. No, it's fine. Some that sound as I get settled here. I got some water there for you. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Was that the intense? Lovey Smith what? Cup. Yeah, that was. Wow. Really physical first half. Jeez. Iowa's really annoying, and I forget how un- – they're one of those teams that I forget how annoying they are until – the game actually starts against them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys. Very annoying, and I don't want to play the race card like I did with Isaac. But yeah. it is the scrappy white guy thing. But the problem is, okay, so I have uh, not even seven degrees of separation, more like one degree of separation from Fran McCaffrey. So over the summer, we were at one of those Dave weekends in Indy. I remember I, this. Yeah, I go down for breakfast at the Spring Hill Suites in Fishers, Indiana. It must have been an AAU tournament or something. And as I'm getting my oatmeal, I look next to me. There's this tall guy, maybe six foot. He's a big guy wearing black and yellow Iowa jumpsuit. I'm like, holy crap, that's Fran McCaffrey. Now, <laughs> and wasn't you... there someone on Twitter that said, uh, no, that y- wasn't yes. him. And I'm like, you're right, I'm lying. 
I'm just making up a story like that for no reason. Uh, there was also a Northwestern assistant coach there. I'm not sure who it was. But if you would have told me, and this is a recurring mantra on the show, mm-hmm. okay? Like uh, if you said, if you would have told me after the Missouri game that we'd be in this position. If you had told me back in June 2019 that Illinois and Iowa would be in a battle on Super Bowl Sunday that could help determine the Big Ten championship because I was not going anywhere. Right. Well, if you had told me that, I would have said it's because I was going somewhere. You know, not because Illinois is in that. And that was before race. the Bohannon injury, too. Correct. And then Bohannon goes out, and I'm thinking, well, which they was must also suck a this. weird story because then he decides to play until the injury is bad enough that he has to have surgery, and then he decides to sit out. Kind of strange that he basically gives his team a boost for a third of the. I mean, I guess it's commendable. I don't know. Yeah. So as I watch this Iowa team, I do like the Toussaint guy. They're freshman yeah. point guard, not a great shooter, but he's running he's the speedy. show pretty well. And he's a good compliment for the guys like the McCaffreys and the Weisscamps of the world. It feels uh-huh. like Weisscamp has been there eight years. Well, him and Frederick are both essentially the exact same player. Yeah, essentially. And Frederick is shooting 47% from three. Which this is year. ridiculous. It is. And I hate that McCaffrey's making threes because he's I not know. that good. I hope I that know. means he's not going to make one in the second half because he made two, one really tough contested one. He's not bad. You know, so I mean, I. And Garza I can... just annoys me even though he's probably the best player in the Big Ten because I. That, what was it, like an 11 0 run by Garza himself in a three minute stretch? And I noticed, too, that I got heated in a way that I don't think at Wisconsin, at Michigan, at Purdue even. Now, granted, Illinois was in control in the second half against Purdue. The Michigan game was just kind of ugly. And and Wisconsin I think, wasn't surprising that they no. were leading five by six points the whole game. Right? We're used to that. Yeah. At Carver-Hawkeye, if you look at it, Illinois hasn't won there since, I think, the Eke buzzer beater. Yes. Is that right, 2013? Which was fairly meaningless if you think about it, because Iowa was good that year and Illinois wasn't. Right. And it put you in position, if you would have beaten Michigan in the Big Ten tournament, you would have made the NCAA yep, tournament. One of those flip one games you're probably in, gross years, uh, which there were many of. But the thing is, like, I'm getting mad at Garza, but it's not unexpected, right? He's probably the best player in the Big Ten. So I shouldn't be that PO that he's hitting shots. It's just something about his makeup, whether it looks like he's gone through a war before the game's even started. He's got tissues up his nose. He's got the Anthony Davis eye. Something about him. He's got giant shoes that look like clown shoe sized shoes. <laughs> something about him just pisses me off. I'm not going to diss any eyebrows, is. though. Okay. The eyebrows are a unique look. He doesn't bother me. He's so good. He doesn't bother okay. me. It is the Weiss Camps, the McCaffrey. That's fair. And then, you know, some scrub back up, backing up Garza comes in and has Creener. a moment like that Austin. What was that guy? Austin on Davis. Austin Davis yeah. on Michigan. If I have any of those moments. Right, yeah. No, okay. I don't want McCaffrey beating you in the second half. Uh, and I don't want Weiss Camp and Frederick to go nuts. And that's what I've said before the Michigan second half and the Purdue second half. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I said before the Minnesota one because they weren't much of a three-point threat. How was that, by the way? I didn't get a chance to hear it. Yet. It was great. I mean, it is one of those games that... There were it, some tenuous moments in the second half, for one, sure. One-point game. But the good thing was that they never had the ball with the chance to take the lead. Correct. I think that's a huge mental thing yeah. watching it. If they had, had we not extended it back out to a three-point lead and then they get the ball with the chance to take the lead and the way Oturu was playing... No, you're right. I was scared. But, you know, the way that Illinois closed that game out... And I know that these are close games that Illinois is tending to win. There haven't been many blowouts. If any, really, apart from I don't Purdue. think so. And you might think, well, you know, what, what does that say about this team? Are they really as good as their record would indicate the last seven games? I think this is so essential for a team to have an opportunity in March to win these games that no matter who you play, a four and a 13 or a five and 12 game, maybe Illinois ends up being a six, uh, playing an 11, but these games are never really blowouts. Yeah, so. you, you just feel better about it, right? If you're coming down the stretch, say it's a 5 12 and you're playing. I don't know, East Tennessee State or something. And for some reason, it's a five-point game at the under four. You feel different about it than you would a year ago if that had happened, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because prior to I.O. closing time this year, 
other than when Io closed against Ohio State and Michigan State last year, you had a litany of examples of just bad, bad finishes to games. Second half is underway. 18 so, bench points to zero, by the way, I saw in that graphic in Illinois' favor. Kipper had one entry pass to Georgie or Kofi that was just, Kipper, what are you doing? But other than that... He's been grabbing offensive boards. couple good buckets here, and he attacked the rim with authority. There was one layup that he had, a great kind of reverse turnaround thing on Garza. Yeah. And he, he's playing well. The bench is playing well as Trent shoots a three, and he makes it. So that's a good start to the second half. He had been missing those in the first half, and also DeMonte didn't play 17 minutes. And I don't know how much that matters, but defensively, I think it is going to make somewhat of a difference. Yeah, on a Weiss camp or McCaffrey. I kind of wish he'd played more because DeMonte doesn't really foul ever. Yeah, so the fact that he got two it, flash in the pan, just put him back in at like the five-minute mark, he probably would have been fine. Kudos to Griffin, though, and Kipper for not oh, making yeah. that a decision that yeah. Underwood had to even think about. Iowa misses a shot from the lane, but an easy board and put back for Garza. Kofi is not looking good today. No, and neither is Georgie. No. I don't like Georgie on Garza at all. He had a couple good defensive stands he against did, him. But, but I'd much rather at least Kofi attempt to body him up than, than Georgie. Uh, entry pass to Kofi, and he actually wrangles it, and he makes the layup. Those so, entry passes when there's like four guys floating around Kofi in the paint are a little, as you just said, uh, uh, I bet we could get a mixtape of me going, uh, <laughs> within the last four. This is the fourth consecutive live podcast. That's right, and we're 3-0. Okay, Garza rims one in and out. That would have been a three, I think, too. Yeah, so 36-32, Illinois with the lead, 18-30 to go. And I'm trying not to get overly excited. You know how during the Purdue game we're like, oh, my God, they might do this. Yes. I'm going to have that the entire second half. Uh-huh. Kofi, catch the ball. He's had, a, he's had a hard time catching the ball the last few games. So that's a turnover there. And, I mean, and, he, certainly he was good enough against Minnesota. I think he went for 11-6. and six, And then Underwood said he had the flu after the game. So I, I, would, I wouldn't, you know be too worried long term about him but this has been a little bit of a tougher stretch for him but against Garza I mean what are you gonna do it looks to be an open three at the top of the lane if they want it but they take it inside and is, who's this number five I, I don't know I almost need a oh, it's a Frederick, Frederick. I know they all look the same Frederick McCaffrey and Weisskamp again it's not a they're just all tiny white guys so interchangeable I, okay so it's a two-point game with 1750 to go Iowa's back in the game after two really frustrating fouls both off the ball fouls I don't know neither looked <laughs> Georgie with a little acting here as we yeah. get a foul on. Yeah. Again, nameless white guy. I think that's McCaffrey. It's a chicken wing on McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kofi, it's so weird because two possessions in a row, they fed him the ball, and he finishes that first one with authority. The second one was a bit of a high pass. I got to think, and here's what I wanted. I want a great year, and it's mm-hmm. trending that way. If they get a win like this, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, I want a great year for Kofi. But I don't want it to be so great for Kofi that— With all- enough flaws, right? Yes. That there's stuff to fix for Kofi. Not sure how Georgie missed that layup there, and there's an over the back on Kofi. I just yeah. I, I think Kofi's still a little slow when he's catching the ball, when he's going up. It almost seems too deliberate sometimes. I kind of just wish he'd I mean he's he's stronger and taller than almost anybody else. Just take it up, you know? I'm trying to watch this here. So I think that it was a clean block. And don't tell me that was again. Yeah, I think Weisskamp? that was just a block. Did Weisskamp get the block on Georgie? Uh, I think so. Ugh. Nasty. Yeah. All right, 17.30 to go. Iowa taking to the rim, and they get a big, uh, Garza <laughs> gets whacked. Yeah. And this is going to be the third foul on Kofi, I think. Is it? And just mm. get the board. Get the rebound, and then you don't have to foul him. You see, this is what's uh, happening, Trevor. I'm looks, getting pissed off. And it's like... not a, these guys are playing their butt off. Kofi's doing as well as you could ever ask a freshman to do for this season, but this is where you're seeing Garza. You're right, though. There's there's still a little bit of, of, um, I don't know what you'd call it, trepidation from Kofi on some of those shots. But they need like Garza elbowed him in the face, by the way, but it was incidental. And now, I don't know if they're going to look at that, and I don't know if they need to. But that's three on Kofi. Now, here's the deal. Uh, I don't like Georgie on Garza. 
any better than no. you do, but Kofi is really kind of hot and cold right now. Right. Where you were really succeeding in that first half, the lineup tended to be Georgie, uh, Alan Griffin, Trent, uh, Feliz, and probably Kipper out there yep. too. Now you Oddly got Io enough. in the picture. Right, right, right. So Garza misses his first. It is a two-point <laughs> Illinois lead with 17.30 to go. Is this game going long? or It's about normal. Well, there was. I was waiting. To, I usually leave my house at the under four timeout to get here, and it times out perfectly. But the under four didn't come until there was a minute left in the yeah. first half. So for a second, I thought, oh, boy, I might even be late. But You know, that last from maybe six minutes to two minutes in that first half, Underwood could have called the timeout two or three times. Let them play. I kind of like that he didn't. I, I agree. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't have liked if I went on a 7 nothing no, run. No, but, but for one thing, he was saving it because of the under four timeout coming anyways. But for another thing, I kind of just like letting them play. Agree. And this is going to be out on Iowa and a little bit of a break there. Iowa fans love to complain, and I know every fan base does, but it sure seems like almost every single possession, they all in a chorus are booing the officials. Yeah, I felt like I was getting in a complain mode about the, uh, there was one possession down in the lane as we get a foul on Toussaint. So now Iowa, with their second foul, we're even at two fouls apiece with 17 to go. Uh, there was a possession that, it was a scramble for the ball down low, and I felt like Kofi got fouled, hacked by yes. Garza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though Garza got his hand on the ball, yes, but he got his entire arm, no foul call. And then no. you're getting Io tagged with two fouls on inbounds Just plays because he tack stuff. I know. Yeah. So w- what is this? I mean, I love the physicality if it's called both ways, but then you get these middling foul calls right. that don't seem to fit with. We're going to play a physical right. physical game today. Trent needs to just keep shooting threes, in my opinion. Are you feeling a DeMonte layup coming up sometime? <laughs> I sure am. I Trent am taking not. it down to the rim. Wow, what a great reverse layup there. I hardly ever feel a DeMonte layup coming, by the way. Hey, what about all this baseline action that we got going yeah, on? Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's McCaffrey who, yep, that's that looks more like it. And we got a foul on Georgie on the board, and that might be, I don't know how many he's got. Um, But unfortunately, you're I getting into know. play Hamlin territory if you aren't oh, careful. Oh, boy. <laughs> and really, you get to that point to say, all right, go out there and hack him. I don't know. Right. No, yeah. I mean, I used to joke before Kipper was looking a little bit more uh, useful than like he is right now that if nothing else, you've got Kipper out there to give you five fouls. Right. Okay. So I think is that's a two on Georgie. Three-point game, easy layup here for Iowa on the inbounds. I don't know who lost his man on that. Can't tell. Uh, that's Wieskamp. He's good. He is good. That little scrappy guy is good. What can you say? Okay, 16.30 to go. I anticipate plenty of political advertisements during the breaks here. <laughs> this is a sort of off day, I guess, for the caucuses because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Right, There's right. not a lot they can do, so they're done. Yeah. Essentially, they're all done. Yeah, I don't think they're at the game. That'd be cool. Is Bernie right? in the crowd? Haven't spotted him yet. <laughs> It'd be hard for him to walk down all those steps because you enter from the top of Carver Hawkeye. Yeah. Baseline jumper, no good. Could we call There's the foul on Garza? Kipper was another offensive board. Kipper's all over the place. There goes oh, Kipper come on, again. Georgie. Get Looks the ball, like man. Fouled. And he's in the lane, and Georgie uh, called the foul. <laughs> Jeez Louise, as Georgie man, doesn't make the turnaround. sequence. But can they call a foul? <clears throat> I, I like the physicality, but there are some things that are a blatant foul. Yep, and that was one. And then we're going to get... Yep, oh, there's an offensive call. foul on Toussaint. Okay, so what was that, a moving screen? Yep, looks like it. Somehow still a one-point lead <laughs> as we enter the first media timeout. So here's the thing. I said this before, right before we got in. Play him even, and you win the game. If only that's, were that that's easy. That's true. That's how it works when you're up by one and a half. <laughs> uh, reminder, the 200 levels brought to you by DPDO, all your custom zones, all their fan favorites, dpdo.com. This is a probably a, a good thing to order 
for Super Bowl Sunday because they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. It's affordable, and uh, they get it to you pretty quick as well. So dpdo.com. Uh, we had a few things that I wanted to address during these media timeouts. One was the Wisconsin situation. Which one? <laughs> well, first off, everyone knows how big of a fan I am of Greg Gard. Oh, yeah. So thank goodness they showed up and they played hard for Coach yesterday. They get the win against Michigan State that I did not think. No. After Kobe King and the uh, what, Davison situation. That's a Ravante Rice is out against number 10 Maryland level yeah. weird win right there. So they get the win. They help Illinois out. Thank you, Greg Gard. And we had briefly on the text thread, I think, and also through Twitter, you had found the, I forget what it was. It was first off about Greg Gard and Davison and the, uh, the nut punch, or were you tweeting about Kobe King? I was talking Kobe about King. Andy Katz and his comments on Kobe King. That's it. Well, Andy Katz is, he was right about Illinois. He did predict that they would have a, a sure. coming out party. He's ranked year. them second, though, if you saw in his recent ranking of teams you don't want to see in March. Who's first, Kentucky? Something like that. Yeah. And then below Illinois was Kansas. Number one Baylor, teams like that. Listen, I, I like our team. <laughs> I, I would much rather not play Kansas sure, if sure. I'm Joe Schmo University. Yeah. But anyway, so the uh, yeah the Andy Katz thing, he came out and he says, oh, basically, you know, paraphrasing here, but he was dissing Kobe King for giving up on his team. And I, I admit that the timing is weird. With it is. Situation. No, it absolutely is. But his reasoning was, A, he just talked to a source on the staff. Well, guess what kind of side of that argument the staff is going to be giving him, right? Exactly. And then B, he goes... I forget exactly how he said it, but he said something like, not only to leave in the middle of the semester, which I get it, that is weird, but to leave on this team because of everything that's happened there, referencing Howard Moore, the assistant coach, and his wife who was killed in the car accident, I just don't understand the correlation there at all. No, You're saying none. Kobe King isn't allowed to do what he thinks is best for himself because an assistant coach's wife died? Yeah, because of a tragedy, now he owes somehow. I just I completely disagree with that notion. Now, I will preface this by saying it is speculation on my part to say that there is probably something more to this story. The Kobe King is not just going to get up and go with a month left in the season. Right. Okay. But that's speculation on my part. It may be as simple as he didn't like it there and he's like, I'm going to leave even if I lose this I got to think there's more though. Right. That's my speculation. Whether it's another, and that this is just wild speculation, whether it's another coaching staff saying, hey, if you hop on board now, we can transfer you in. You can start summer school and be with us in the fall or yeah. whatever it may be. But it's equally speculative, I think, because I got a little bit of blowback on Twitter and this is turning into a generational debate. And I'm like, okay. oh, boy, here we go. Okay, boomer. <laughs> and I'm a millennial, I guess, I know, by yeah, age. You're not a boomer. Though I don't always feel like a millennial. But th this turned into a sort of, well, he owes and how could he quit on the team? And I, I get those points. I really do. I'm not saying that they are invalid. But I think it's speculative on that side to think that he's just getting up and leaving just because, right, right? So right. we don't know for sure. And we'll just leave that for what it is. But I did get a few tweets about, you know, I'm, there was one, I think, that said something along the lines of, you know, Carp, I'm disappointed that you think that way, or I'm, I'm surprised that you feel that way, because it's speaking more to, like, this generation, and it's all about me, and I'm thinking, you know, as a sixth grade teacher, I don't get the sense that this quote-unquote younger generation is any more about me than other ones, as Io gets okay. tagged with the travel here. So I feel like that is getting a generational narrative is getting, getting overblown well it's getting lumped into something that may just be as simple as <laughs> something happened with his experience at wisconsin he's like i can't do it anymore i gotta sure leave. yeah and right it, no I, yeah i mean it might just be that simple we don't know okay so that was a travel on io but by the way the other point was was simply that um 15 20 to go in the second half that uh greg guard said that he was disappointed that davison was uh, had gotten suspended at all at all and he didn't think that that was worthy of a suspension the nut punch 
Yeah, and I know you got to defend your guys. And Brad Underwood did that after the two-game suspension. Sure. He said, first, I agree that he should be pun- – what was it? As Garza Dunk said, he is just unconscious and George, you can't stop Well, him. I think Underwood's problem was that he had to wait 48 hours to even hear about the punishment. So he said that they were practicing with Allen, and then suddenly the, the Big Ten said you can't play him. Now, Greg Gard did make one point that I don't disagree <laughs> with, that if we're starting to legislate after a flagrant one is already called and saying this is suspendable or this is not – Allen misses that shot as a board here for Iowa. So they're up one, 39-38, 14-35 to go, long three. Man, that's a 30-footer right there for nameless white guy on Iowa. <laughs> I think that is Frederick. I lose track. Okay, 14-30 to go. This is a 7 nothing <clears throat> run as you once had, well, again, it was only a three-point lead. Absorb the punch. Absorb the punch. Yep. Iowa's really been a non-factor apart from a couple takes in the first half. Griffin has given you a little bit of a spark with the three-pointer, but yep, we have shot a threes. lot of threes today. They haven't really penetrated the Iowa zone as much as I figured they would stress. Okay, so what we got? Five seconds here in the shot clock. Griffin step back three. It is no good. Iowa board. So what you don't want is to let this go into a six, seven-point lead if you can help it. Because un- unfortunately, Iowa, we know what they're capable of on offense. And quickly, too, right? I mean, they, they, they'll do a 10 nothing run in under a minute. Okay, so who do we have down on Garza? It is Georgie. We have Trent down low against Frederick. Frederick. Just look how handsy it's getting down yeah. there. That's a missed layup for Garza. They're letting the play go as Frederick or somebody flails into the out-of-bounds for Iowa. Trent kicks it back out to Io. Io pump fake here back out top to Georgie as that was almost <laughs> intercepted. Wow. Okay, so Illinois sets it back up here. They're down four. Yep. 13-20 to go. And let's see here. Unfortunately, I have the TV upstairs that's on, and I think it's a little bit ahead of the game. And what do we got Allen here? Stepped, stepped out of on the baseline. That's yeah. just so boneheaded. Know where you're at on the court. Yeah. Discombobulation for sure on a few possessions here. It happens on the road. I get it. It does. It's just frustrating. I mean, Georgie just a terrible job on Garza there when Garza got in there for that dunk. And then pretty much that's Allen's guy, Frederick. He doesn't check him, and Frederick's wide open for the deep three. So when we wonder why DeMonte gets as many minutes as he does, it, I, I, they took Trent out. Yeah. So we'll see what the rest of this lineup looks like I, for Illinois. Allen does tend to go under screens and sort of give his guys a lot of space, and I'm not exactly sure why. Now, he was guarding Tucson in the first half, so it didn't really warrant it, but then for a little while there he was guarding Frederick, and I, you know, you can't give him any space. No. Four-point lead for Iowa, 13 minutes or so to go, and the foul down low on Kipper. So the foul's not necessarily piling up. You got four. Iowa's got three. Could become a factor later. Might not. Kipper, I think, with his second or third. That's fine, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he is playing well. Looks like a packed house up there today. Yeah, they said it was a sellout. It was also a whiteout, which I was trying to figure out because Iowa is gold and black. But. And just another entry. I look like Allen lost his guy again. I didn't even see it. It was a very easy inbounds. It's the second layup that they've had on an inbounds. Six-point lead, and I don't want to call anything <laughs> danger zone, but the thing is they can hit threes far better clip than we can. Yeah. Here's Kipper trying to take it down low. He gets fouled. He misses the shot, but he does draw a foul on. Uh, that's not Garza. That's Creener. It looks like a he 35-year-old looks, yes. Danny Tanner. A little bit? A little bit, I, yeah. I, He does not look like he fits in with the rest of the uh the Wait, do you say Danny crowd. Tanner from Full House? Yeah, yeah. Bob Saget? Bob Saget, yeah. A little bit Bob Saget-like. Okay, By the so way, I didn't is... realize that Bob Saget was like a crude comedian. Extremely. Because, you yeah. know, growing up, I saw him on Full House, and I guess he's got a new show on ABC Late Night or something. Is it that's dirty? Like, yeah, like R-rated comedy. And hmm. I thought, what? Yeah, he's known for that. The Wholesome Dad from Full House? Yeah, <laughs> that's his comedy. I've watched a little bit of it before, and like, if you're in the right mood, it is funny. Yeah. 
But even I'm like, geez, I'm like this is this is brutal. <laughs> so Kipper makes both. He's got six and five. Okay, he's halfway to a double double. That's which a good is game further the bench for Kip. that way than Kofi is. But four point lead for Iowa. Kipper's, Kipper's on, on Garza. <laughs> Georgie's down there too. Yeah, looks like a he's bit of a zone. Actually, not doing look. a bad job. No, looks like a bit of his own look though. It's weird. It's like man to man, but they switch. So it's kind of a zone and kind of a man to man. Illinois good recovery on defensive flop there. Uh, travel. And a three for number 10, and that is no good. Thank goodness, because that would have... I was going to swear if that <laughs> Because I said right before you got here that the great thing about basketball is that, as Iowa makes a floater, two-point game, is that not any one individual play with, you know, at the 12-minute mark in the second half is going to dictate the outcome. But right. there are these moments... As another one's called on Kipper, Kipper against for Garza. the foul, getting tangled up with Garza. I just, that is a foul, but like you said, if you're not calling it both ways, then... I don't know. And we do have a foul situation basically even in the second half. Five for Illinois, four yep. for Iowa. Underwood is the non... <laughs> have you ever heard the term a non-plussed reaction? Yes. His face is non-plussed. What exactly is non-plussed? I think it's just a face like, hmm. Kind of neutral? A neutral, like... Let me look that not up. I, positive, I need to make sure but I'm not, not negative. Okay. I think it's more, it has a negative connotation. Okay. All right. Let's look up non-plussed. A reminder that this is brought to you by State Farm Agent Brian Hansen. Online at brianismyguy.com. Yeah. So Kipper's still on Garza despite the third foul, and he just picked up his fourth on Garza. Well, you know, someone's got to get the fouls. I'd like to see this replay to see how much contact was actually there. I think it's more a bewildered look. Okay. A nonplussed non-plus. expression. Okay. Okay, so this is Kipper's fourth. Kipper that does hurt. Non-plus. You need to get DeMonte back out there and let him hack a little bit. He's got two fouls himself. Here's Garza. You know, I, yeah, Garza doesn't bother me as much. He's a beast. I mean, he doesn't bother me because he's really, really good. But something about the way he plays still just fundamentally bothers me. But how did he get this good? Was I don't he this know. good last year? I don't year know. He, he was good, but he wasn't this good. Good God. All right, here's DeMonte. He's going to come in for Kip. It's funny that how far a... we've come in like a month, right? From like, oh, no, now Kipper's in foul trouble. A month ago <laughs> would have been like, fine with me. Yeah. Now well, it's I like, mean, okay, good. DeMonte's coming in. A month ago was the Michigan State game. Right. January 2nd. Garza's, Board here for Georgia. Garza's missed a few free throws. He's about, what, like three for six from the line, yeah. maybe? So it's a three-point game with the under 12 about to hit at the next whistle. They find Kipper. He's going to get his while he can. He misses the Kipper's shot from pissed the off line. now. Except that he... was a pissed-off shot. <laughs> that really was. Three-point Iowa lead. I, I, listen, I like Kipper being aggressive, but that was just... That's an offensive foul on... No, they're going to call that on Feliz. So okay. now it's already bonus. Garza's going to practice his free throws like an idiot. This is maddening. <laughs> I know it's road road team on the Big Ten, but why is that narrative exist in the first place if officials just did their damn job? No, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I've talked to Lon about, and Lon will even say it sometimes, like, well, the rookie, his strike zone is smaller. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> like, that makes no just sense. Just like, well, life on the road, no. No, it shouldn't <laughs> be that way. Officials are supposed to be like robots, right, where they make the calls. Both, and I know, and I realize that it's too... Uh, dystopian of me to assume they're going to be exactly perfect every time but i don't like this notion that and derek said this too on our show he's heard like bo borowski courtside because you know he sits right there say something like you got one coming coach i messed that one up or something like oh and it's like what i i, I don't seriously yeah he said once bo missed a call there was some call that he missed in a non-conference game and he went up to underwood and was like sorry that's my bad you got one coming oh or something like that that's I terrible just, i i disagree with that Obviously. I, On I, principle. It, it, like I said, it's like the umpire thing. Like, yeah, well, son, hit the bench. Your strike zone's smaller. No, it's just a strike zone. Like, I, I don't understand why there's a variation depending on the context of where you are or who you are. I just, I don't get it. How many fouls on Garza? Does he only have one? Is that right? 
How was that big lumbering giant of a man only got one <laughs> stupid foul? Well, you see that too with Kofi, where several times he and Underwood have um, sort of petitioned for Kofi to to get a foul drawn, and sometimes they don't simply because he's seven foot whatever and three hundred pounds. That is one foul on Garza, and right now you got Iowa already in the bonus. They have four fouls. I had said just about two minutes ago that the foul situation was fairly even. You've got Jeremy starting to question the ref calls, and when he does, you when know. he does that, <laughs> yes. By the way, happy belated to Jeremy and Austin. Yeah. 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 Birthday is yesterday. So, yeah, it is crazy to think a month ago we were sitting here, well, not down in the basement, but watching that I Michigan State game. I was sitting in California watching the Michigan State game. That's right. With my uncle who hadn't seen them play all year. And he said, uh, You're like, this check is these any- guys out. <laughs> well, I was. I was kind of talking him up a little bit. I said, oh, this team's okay. That was after the Missouri loss, though. So I couldn't talk him up that much. But, uh, yeah, he was none too. He was nonplussed after watching the Michigan think, State blowout. I think we all were. As you guys were basking in the glow of the Red Box Bowl. Yeah, that was... Oh, God. What a week. I, I'm I'm. That was truly fun, but that bowl game kind of sucked. The bowl game sucked, yeah. It was good through the halfway through the second quarter, and then it just went to crap. Yeah, yep. And back and forth, and then Cal scored a few straight times, and it was that was it. But there was the Brandon Peters dive, which they're probably going to try to use to sell season tickets. <laughs> yeah. to sell, you yeah. know they will. Oh, yeah. It's going to be in the promos. This probably should be. Yeah. I was telling Isaac, though, I, I don't know if it was on or off the air <laughs> during the Minnesota game, but... I got it. I actually think the season ticket sales are might even go down. Really? I do. Why? I don't think they're going to go up after last year. Okay. I I, I could see them not going up. And, and for I, one thing, your your home schedule is way worse this year than it was last year. You got Ohio State. Other than that, though, Minnesota, Purdue, and then the three cruddy non-conference games, right? Illinois State will help a couple thousand extra sure. probably come over from sure. Bloomington normal. I think the crowds will be fine, but I don't think necessarily the season ticket crowds will be better. No. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think so. So I, like, I'm just like thinking... For me, I don't have season tickets because I know, this isn't an insult to anyone, but I know I can just hop on StubHub two days before and, oh, seven ninety nine for, <laughs> you know, the, well, and then the you get 20 a ticket. or 30 yard. <laughs> like, that's fine, you and, know? And, and it's general admission anyways. Just find a nice Basically, little a nook yeah, yeah. somewhere in the stadium. Free throws up, ball don't Whoa. lie, and of course it bounces right back to Did this you see the shot horse the, crap. The first half when someone Iowa took a ball. three and it bounced break. off the back of the rim and then bounced like off the top of the oh, backboard and he got the offensive It was a terrible rebound. miss and they got the, the carom off the backboard. Iowa here, they're doing a little bit of a nice offense there in a floater for nameless white guy number five this pisses me off i hate iowa so much a 12-4 scoring run for these not scrubs they're good but i hate when they're good well that's the weird juxtaposition of this is that you're not it's not like watching brevin pritzel who's objectifiably not good yes right all these, these guys, guys are, are good. good it's just still annoying and if there's an iowa fan it's like oh why is he hit? listen take pride in that be enjoy being the team that yeah, nobody that's your likes. thing yeah Georgie gets the putback and, and the foul. Finally. Get, wow. Bronx <laughs> wow. cheer as McCaffrey. Maybe he owed Underwood a call there, but there was a <laughs> bump. There was a bump on Georgie as he went up. He makes the layup. Though that's pretty light compared to other things that have happened in this game yes, so far, but yes, we'll take it. Just a little arm tap there. Okay, so this is an and one situation for Georgie. It's a three point Iowa lead, despite everything that's happened in this game, Trevor. I don't mind the spot Illinois is in. You're weathering the storm, just like you said. It's a two-point game with 11 minutes to go. You can't complain about that. It still feels like, to me, that Illinois played better. Really? Than Iowa? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I, I Well, maybe it's just that they have the potential to play better. I, I don't feel know. like we're off today. But, you know, that, there, I, no, I there, think... There is a bit of discombobulation, for sure. But find me a road team that's ever like, man, are we on or are we on? Is right. it a steal from Feliz? Oh, is he going to do Feliz things? Don't call the open path. <laughs> then you call the foul. <laughs> Unbelievable. McCaffrey, that yeah. is just, that needs to change. 
in college basketball. Well, sure. It's an it easy, an you save layup. an easy yeah. two, and now that was only the sixth foul. Right. So Illinois you, just takes it out. If you get right. a stop, then no harm, no foul. It was an open path foul on Feliz. But no, of course, college <laughs> basketball doesn't have that. We spend time worrying about it. Let's only put 20 seconds on the clock after you have an offensive rebound. Right, because that's what's As important. As if that matters. Yep. Okay, You're so. right. I mean, that makes a difference. We'd be tied right now if he didn't foul him or if they changed the rule on that And foul. it was so blatant. He wasn't even going for a steal. He right. just grabbed his arm. Right. And it's a smart play on McCaffrey. Of course, Coach's kid is going to have the play. heads up, yeah. headsy play. He's got another kid coming, by the way, next year. Great. <laughs> Can't wait to see another heady play by Coach's kid. Georgie. Wow. Holy moly. What a layup. As we see an Illini fan's hand come in the camera view. There are a few stadiums <laughs> where the camera well is sort of positioned directly above some seats. And wow, oh, hook on Iowa. Wow. We starting to get the makeup calls. We're wow. all even at seven fouls apiece. But that is an offensive foul, so Illinois will not go with the line. They just get the ball instead. That was a heck of a move by Georgie. Now, had he missed that wow. little scoop, we would have oh, like, said, what the hell are you doing? In the, in the. Man. But he makes it. That was impressive. That was super impressive. That was like a Javi Baez swim tag, but with the <laughs> ball. Okay, somehow we're tied up here, Trevor. It's yep. 10 minutes to go. Like so you said, weather in the storm. Yeah, and you know, just playing and even. Iowa really hasn't done anything today, has he? No. He had, I think, two layups in the first half. It's been Andres... A little bit of Georgie, a little bit of Allen. Okay, so now we're down to the 10 seconds left in the shot clock. Here's Feliz in the corner. Can't take a baseline. It's like there's a force field around the... That was a tough shot there. And and Garza was just camping out down low. And when Feliz got down there, as good as he is around the rim, there was no shot. Yeah. Okay, so that floater misses badly. Iowa with the ball tie game, 9.30 to go. Surprised they didn't. I know. They almost got a trip, it looks like, on Feliz, but they didn't. Here's Garza with a three. Give me a freaking break. I'm going to break this freaking microphone. Eyebrows McGee gives them a (laughs) three-point lead with nine to go. I shouldn't be making fun of people that are 11, 12 years younger than me, Trevor. I can make fun of him. He's only two years younger than I am. But he'll be laughing all the way to the bank when he has a long and successful career in the pros, because he will. He might. And there's Thank a foul you. on the floor. Io going to go to the line here. I'm sorry for the play-by-play. I got distracted by Garza's brilliance on the court. Yeah, really. And I, I say that sarcastically, but it's not sarcastic. He's really good. He is really good. And I, I don't really know what Georgie's supposed to do there. I mean, he comes all the way out on him. And then if you do come too far out, then he's just going to yep, scoot right exactly. by Exactly. At this point, though, I think it's time to just punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and just hey, let, if he punches you back, <laughs> let's get um, let the chips fall where they may. Let's get Jermaine that. Hamlin We're in kidding, the game and just smack him in the face. I have not had this sort of uh, how would you describe it? I guess emotion, but just sort of like energy watching game. Like I really want to win, but I I know that well, man, it's going to take a right. pretty damn good nine minutes to get. And this it's done. a weird feeling because you know you don't have to win by any means. You don't. It would be a bonus, but I mean, what a bonus still, that would be. Uh, you know, you're still in first place if you lose this game. True. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy to think about. So it's not like there's necessarily anything on the line, and you don't necessarily expect them to win, given the context and the team, but at the same time, it's still just as frustrating. Okay, so a miss on the front end of a one and one by Io. That hurts. And charge. they call a charge? Yeah. Wow. So no, the okay, layup so- by Weiskamp is called off as he is called for a charging instead. Now, Iowa with eight fouls to Illinois seven. This is what I hate about this, though, is now... Illinois is going to get the calls until there's about six minutes left, and now you know it's going to shift the other way. And look at this, too. It was DeMonte. Yep. Is that right? DeMonte yep. takes it. He was right on that little circle. He was. And he, I think his toes were on the outside of it. How about holding Iowa to 50 so far, by the way? And a dumb foul by Iowa on the inbounds. Trent does a good job putting his butt out there, and he'll go with the line. That guy looks like Trent. Evelyn? Yeah. 
That's an interesting last name. Yeah. It's more like a Golden Girl's first name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 50 Can to 47. I say that, that show's actually pretty funny. It is, you know. I it, mean, it I'm not going to sit down and watch the Golden Girls by myself by any means, but I've seen some a few episodes. It's pretty funny. It's it's quick. They're funny gals. My grand, my grandma and grandpa used to watch that, and they also liked Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Really? My grandpa loved Fresh Prince. That's about as opposite on the I spectrum know. as two uh, comedy shows could be. Early 90s sitcoms were a hell of a lot better than what you got now, though. Oh, I 100% agree. Holy moly, are they well, Like I said, I was watching Fresh Prince, Full House, stuff like that. Trent misses the first one, despite shoot being a 90% free throw shooter. What do we got? A lane violation, though? I'm not sure uh, what happened here. Maybe. Fran is getting ready to blow. Oh, boy. This the, is going to get bad. As the assistant he pulls him back. He is nonplussed. 8.48 to go. So Trent misses the front end of a one and one I'm not sure what happened. He's going to be a little worse than nonplussed in a second. Are they really going <laughs> to review this? Who knows? But it, it seems like there was maybe a clock malfunction or something. So they had, Iowa well, it was has a free throw, though. So what, what? 10 fouls against them. That was what was on the screen. It looks like the, if scoreboard, the scoreboard says... is correct. So, the, so what do you do then? Uh... Do you reshoot, or I'm do you just con- give I'm, Iowa the ball? I don't know. I'm confused what the problem is. It well, was a one and one, but they blew the play dead when he missed it. You got to know how many. Is there not an official <laughs> keeping track on the court too? I would think, regardless so. of what the scoreboard says. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, we got a break in the action here. <laughs> so we got two big games coming up at home. Wait, are yeah. they going back to it? No, this he's is shooting at a. Okay, so he missed the first and got the second. I'm not really sure what the problem was. I guess we are in the double bonus. <clears throat> okay. How about that? Okay. Uh, reminder that with two big home games coming up, you need some apparel. I am very disappointed in the Nike orange apparel. There's nothing. Well, there's none. Yeah, there's none. There's nothing even to be disappointed in. So <laughs> go to fourthandkirby.com and type in coupon code 200level. 10% off. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 10% off your order. We're big. We Kirby. have our own coupon code now. That's right. Joe Rogan does that for some of his things, too. <laughs> But like I said, we are receiving votes on Apple Podcasts. That's right. That's really impressive. I'm not trying to just toot our own horn here. but Toot it. That's pretty cool. It is cool, and i got to give credit to this basketball team because I know that people are – you try to consume as much media as you can whenever your team's doing well. Mm-hmm. As a long three misses Thank for Iowa. Goodness. I know. That, that would have been That was rough. Garza again. I think Garza has 20. So here's the situation. <laughs> Illinois down two with 8.15 to go and the ball. DeMonte cross-court to Griffin. Did DeMonte just take the ball up the court? I've never seen him do that. He did. Brought across the timeline. This is the new DeMonte Williams. He's playing with (laughs) swag. Man, we need to get him a layup. He's got some. Oh, take it. Oh, Oh, I thought he was going to do it. Here's Griffin trying to dribble Uh, in and get something. Under 10 on the shot clock. Illinois is going to have to kind of find something here. Fleas takes it in for a floater. He makes it. He is just After all that, you're tied with with 7.30 to go. I don't know how. This team, though, this is what I think is encouraging about this. We saw Rutgers yesterday against Michigan look pedestrian for a they big did. chunk of that yep. game. Maybe they come back down to earth. Maybe Penn State, even though they get the one in Nebraska, uh-huh. maybe they come back down to earth. This is probably still the toughest of the three road games in this stretch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd agree with that. And a takeaway by Feliz. We got four pocket. on one. You got to finish. <sighs> See, Kofi I, okay, just needs Kofi's to calm going to the down line, and take it up. He is. Again, right. I just three on one, and one of them is a seven foot one big guy. And it just ends up without him shooting. I know. I just now he'll I get two know. shots I, regardless. I, I hesitate to even complain, right? Because <laughs> think about what Kofi's been. But I just I feel like he needs to take somebody's lunch and stuff it in their face, and he hasn't been doing that. If Illinois wins, we're we're gonna do a little shot of screwball whiskey. Okay. We because this this to me out of all the ones he's gotten so far this year in the seven game stretch. This would be huge. Now, I yes. whoever's listening, you know what? What really sucks about the only thing that sucks about these post game podcasts is that, or second half post game, 
is if they lose, are people going to want to relive that? The listenability is probably less. We'll find out. That's we, why we, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet. That's the thing. We got seven and a half to go. It's a tie game. Kofi will get two shots from the line. So Man. if they were to win, you'd be in first place by a game. Right. So you'd have a game in hand. And the team that you would have a game in hand against is coming to your place in a week. That's correct. So you you would, I mean, you already control your own destiny as we sit here in this moment with 730 right. to go in the game. You truly do. Now, I know there's still a whole month left to play and you are only halfway through the season, but I say only, you are halfway through the season with yep. six home games left. Yeah. Is that six? Six, right? Uh, Michigan State, Maryland, Indiana, Iowa, Nebraska. Nebraska. That's five. Is it five and yeah, five? Yeah, yeah, five. So this is, after yeah, this, you'll have two. five home games and four road. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be over halfway through after this game. And <laughs> you could be nine and two. Can't lose a Northwestern. I know. <laughs> they don't lose. They don't get blown out. No, they don't. They were up eight on Purdue with two minutes left last night and ended up losing. And that's another good thing. Thank goodness Purdue got that road win because they could that still helps. be a bubble team. Yes. Helps us. Yep. We'll see what the Ken Palm and all those <laughs> metrics are tomorrow. But I have to think that... Michigan beating a ranked Rutgers, uh-huh. which I think Rutgers is top 20 Ken Palm. They are. Right? You have uh, Wisconsin, a road win for you, getting a huge win at home against Michigan and State. Purdue winning. And that win is going to stick for Wisconsin. I need to look and see. I am going to root for them to make the tournament because I, I think it only helps us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that Wisconsin road win is going to be a quad one win no matter what because as long as it's a top 75 team, it's a it's a quad one win. Now, the, the ones I guess you might be concerned about are the home wins over – Purdue and Michigan, because those have to be, uh, what, like top 25, top 30 wins. Mm-hmm. And both of those teams are right on the fringe of the top 25, top 30 right now. So I suppose if both of those teams faltered, that might not be a quad one win. So look at this for Wisconsin. They have lost, <laughs> only home game that they've lost this year would be Illinois. Wow. Well, and St. Mary's at the start of the year. Mm. But in the Big Ten, they've only that lost a home, home game, though. That was a neutral site game. Oh, it was a neutral site. I okay. that, All right, yeah. so one home loss, Illinois. They've won every other. And that includes Maryland and Michigan State at home. And I'm pretty sure Iowa is like 12-1 and one at home with the only loss being DePaul. Yeah, and Illinois has lost, or sorry, Wisconsin, the only losses they have this year, other than Illinois at home, at Michigan State by eight, at Purdue, they got smoked in that game, at Iowa. But those are the three road games. So here's yeah. what their schedule is coming up. They got at Minnesota, Ohio State, at Nebraska, Purdue, Rutgers, at Michigan, Minnesota, Northwestern, at Indiana. That's a very doable schedule. It eases up a lot. Man. So the fact that they've weathered the storm and they would be a tournament team if it happened today tells me the gray guard will get in. It's interesting to see the Wisconsin fan perspective as the season's going along. And I saw someone yesterday, and it seemed like such a Weber-era tweet about how you know what he inherited was great, and now we're struggling to make the NCAA (laughs) tournament. But you could do worse than gray guard, but you could do better. I like to go after... Specifically after a team loses to Illinois on that team's Twitter page yeah. and just click on the one that says final with the graphic of the final score just to read the musings of the hot take people <laughs> right after. Greg Gard needs to be fired yesterday or Rich Patino can get out of here right now. Send him packing, you know. Do you think he was just joking, Patino, about DeMonte? Is Co- Kofi makes both. Two-point Illinois lead was 730 I go. think he was being a little bit facetious, yeah, but I think the so part too. I don't understand is when he said, Jeremy asked him again about DeMonte's defense and he said I don't know what you're alluding to and it's like you, you don't remember the game winning block followed up by the game winning steal, steal yeah. five minutes ago right in front of your face I mean if that was a joke it was landed very poorly because I didn't take it that way away from the ball foul on Griffin <laughs> you make your free throws Trevor 
I think you win the game. Double Unfortunately, bonus. Iowa's still in the one and one. Yeah, but this kid's not going to miss it. This is Weisskamp. Yeah, you're right. He's not going to miss a damn free throw. One point game, 722 to go. I feel like this last 722 is going to go about 30 minutes in real time. It will, and I guarantee you it's going to be frustrating at some point because oh, it's Iowa goes on these runs. I'd almost feel like Illinois has to be up eight at the under four for me to feel like, okay, maybe they're going to win. Yeah, and that probably isn't going to happen. So we're going to be... We're going to be puckered up, I think, for the rest of this game. So they get across the timeline here. Nice feed from Georgie to Feliz, and they call a block. Okay. And that's All a good right. block because Garza, if, if they would have called the charge with seven-foot, 320-pound Garza. Against Andres. <laughs> yes, Feliz. And a non-plus look on Fran McCaffrey's face. <laughs> he is c- consistently non-plus. Looking. I got to say, he seemed like a nice enough guy at the Spring Hill Sweets breakfast. Well, if that was really him. That's true. Keep As someone mind, pointed out Twitter to me. said he was in Chicago the day prior and you you know it's a long journey from Chicago to Fishers, Indiana, and that's can't, true. Can't be done in twenty four hours. And these coaches probably don't have planes no, at their no, disposal. No, 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 no. They they take uh, Ubers all the way around the country <laughs> for recruiting. Io finally checks back in. Interesting. Maybe, maybe you're he has here been with Io being a non factor. Yeah. So Feliz doing his thing again. He's already at eleven points. He makes both free He's throws. He's probably been the best player of the game. He's been the best player in the last. Io was the man <laughs> at Michigan. There's no doubt. Yes. But look at how consistent Andres has been now three yeah. games in a row. Yep. Two of them, well, Minnesota, you probably don't win. I want to, as a three, you've got, I'm, is there anything I can break without waking up the dog? I don't want to do <laughs> Was that. Was Rosie asleep? No, she's probably, well, she's probably resting okay. now. Weiss Camp, of course, a 30 footer. You know, and that, you can't defend that. What can you do? No. They're, they're eight for 18 from That's the three. That's the frustrating part about it is there's absolutely nothing you can do. Illinois, five for 16 from long range. Baseline here for Feliz. He kicks it back out. Careful here. Just let it go. Why would you touch that? Okay, so it's still Illinois ball with 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. They feed Kofi down low, and he misses Bad it. But shot. Georgie with the uh, rebound, and they still don't call a foul. It's still Illinois ball. Do you call a timeout here? It's no man's land for Io. Back okay. out to Trent. Whoa. Long three. Ooh. Holy moly. Man. He makes it. And a quick timeout. Well, Underwood wanted a quick timeout. He doesn't get it. <laughs> Two-point Illinois lead, 57-55. Uh, I, I think that would have actually wow. been a good time to do that to kind of reset defensively. Let's see if Illinois can't. That's a big possession right there. Yeah, let's see if Illinois can't get away with a stop because that was a second-chance bucket. Yes. Or third-chance. That chance, was a really. fourth-chance bucket. <laughs> Iowa was six to go, 10 on the shot clock, down two. Let's see if Wisecamp just barrels up another 35-footer. Unfortunately, it looks like that's what it will come down to. Now, he takes it to the rim, and he misses the layup. But, Garza oh, gets stolen. Steal by Trent, two-on-one. Not really. He's bringing it back out. Oh, no, he's taking it back in. What's he going to do? Okay, chill he's out, wheel it back chill out. There we go. Okay, okay. Okay. What play-by-play here on the 200 level? Um, Georgie taking it in with a Thorta. Uh, uh, I like that hook. Kofi with the board, and he misses uh, the layup. Uh, tie up, Whose balls are going to be? No, it's Andres. Please. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. He takes again. it away from Garza, puts it right back up. Four-point Illinois lead, timeout. and Underwood gets his okay. timeout. All right. Beautiful. Wow. You know how Underwood kissed uh, DeMonte on the head? Yes. If I could kiss Andres Feliz <laughs> on the head. Did you see the video, wow. by the way, where he kind of, he doesn't really say anything to DeMonte, and he just starts inching towards him with his hands out? Yeah. In that moment, what do you think DeMonte was thinking? Because he looked like he was ready to do a Homer on Bart strangle, in my opinion. Why, you little. <laughs> he probably in his head was making the sound that I so often make. That was a huge sequence. Brought to you by... State Farm agent Brian Hansen for when you break an object in your basement out there of frustration, go. but don't need to because Andres Feliz is doing his thing. Man. Check him out online at what's the domain name? Brianismyguy.com. Best domain name out there. It sounds really cliche and really corny to go, we want it more. 
Man. But it kind of gets. Don't you get that sense? I get. And I just had that thought, and I know that's kind of a meatbally sports that's fan what thing. I but mean, yeah. the way that Feliz just took that ball away, right, from Garza. Like right? I was kind of interested in the rebound, but Feliz is determined to grab that. So here's what I want. I just want to kick some ass, and they can kick ass one by two. Okay. What it comes no, yeah, down to, we don't have to win by twenty. This game is being called the way it is, <laughs> which is you can get away with physicality. I know both teams are now in the double bonus, but you've seen even the last minute and a half stretch physicality all over. Well, Feliz Fine, took the it. ball away from Garza on the one end and then just took the ball away from Creener on the other to put it back up and in. Garza's he, two six, or Iowa's two six foot seven, six foot eight guys, and here's Andres who just says, excuse me, I'll take that. He is a man. God dang. He is he is playing himself. The way this season is progressing, the way he is playing, that will be one of those, man, remember how good Feliz was yes. that, in that 2020 year? I remember very fondly. And you're kind of hoping, in my opinion, that Curbelo is a lot of that. Which that's sort of all the uh, by all, all word about him, right? Yeah, right. That that does seem to be the kind of player he is. Okay, so we are now at the what five minutes to go? Yes, four point Illinois. This lead. is essentially the under eight. So was it fifty nine fifty fifty nine fifty five? Okay, and it just comes down to you know uh, <laughs> they can outscore you by three in the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but that's I, one. Just, that's I one know, Frederick shot. That's a that's a scary thing about Iowa. But I think what you continue. You know, Illinois' defense is what they are. I mean, to do this on the road against Iowa. Yeah, I mean, Iowa's usually at 80 by now, and they're at 55. Think about the game against Michigan at home. I think the game against Maryland at home. All those games, Iowa's going into the 85, 90 That's range. right. I mean, Maryland on the road, they scored. How, what they, This final score was like 85, 75, right? At Maryland, Iowa versus Maryland this past week. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, even on the road, they're scoring 75 or 80, and right now they got 55. Here are their totals in the last four games. 72 <laughs> was their lowest output at Maryland. Sixty, Sorry, 68 against Wisconsin, but that's Wisconsin. Okay. But 90 against Michigan, 75 against Northwestern. But I think they're averaging about 78 a game. They're okay. the so highest scoring offense in the 23 points below their average right now with five minutes to go. And they call a bump on Frazier here. So it's so weird. Again, the inconsistency, and if it comes back and helps out Illinois, that's fine. It's only an and one, but I'm guessing the Frazier fouled one of the numerous white guys that shoot 88% from the line. Yep. Who is this guy out of here? The, the odds number, are in their it? favor. DeMonte just gave a funny look. That's there Frederick. <laughs> Did you see DeMonte's look to Underwood? Then? No, I didn't. Free throw's good, of course, for Frederick. But you know what? We've been making ours. Apart from Io, we missed that front that's end right. one one I really hate the double bonus when it's an Anthony Cowan at the end of the Maryland game situation mm. where any foul, like say Iowa misses, but they grab a rebound and Illinois fouls them, but it's not a shooting foul, but with 20 seconds left in the game, they're going to shoot two free throws. It's just maddening. Well, here we are, Trevor. It's a two-point Illinois lead with 518, <laughs> and, and that's Georgie a terrible pass by Georgie. Turnover, Iowa could take the three, and they will. They miss oh it badly. Oh, my goodness. But another foul on Illinois, because why not? Georgie, just an absolute... Just an awful play by play. And he does some good things. I want him on our team. I I get it. But man, you cannot have that. Yeah. You can't have that from a a guy who's a sophomore. He started every game. Yep. Every game that he's been here. Now Frederick's back to the line. And now they're in the double bonus. So, I say that I've seen worse tattoos than what McCaffrey has. That's kind of cool. So with five minutes and 15 seconds, you you're up by them. four. You just gifted them. And with five minutes and nine seconds, you'll be tied. Did they take Georgie out for Kip? Yep. Okay. That was one of the worst plays. Here. Are they going to show Underwood? That was one of the worst plays Georgie's made this year. I mean, yeah, he, just, you can't, he basically you can't just handed the ball to the Iowa guy. So after the timeout... <laughs> Iowa goes on a 4 nothing run in 10 seconds. Not Underwood's fault, though. This, so this no, was not a no, bad no. play out of a timeout. This was just poor execution. 
Okay, so it's tied up, five minutes to go. What I was going to say to you, Trevor, before Georgie made the boneheaded play was, hey, you're up two on the road with 5.18 to go. Now it is five minutes to go. Andres flees up top. You got Andres, Kipper, Io, Trent, Kofi. That's your lineup, at least probably until the next media timeout under four. Feliz misses that floater, and this one's going all over. Iowa gets the board. So here we got a situation. Iowa can take the lead right back. This is what it's going to be. There isn't going to be an easy win here. Yeah. If there is one. Here's Garza some Garza. help here, That's, and yeah. what can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. Kofi's no. all over him, and he's just going to he's gonna get that done. Okay, so it's a two-point lead for Iowa. <laughs> a 6 nothing scoring run in a minute. Oh, boy. When I get really in the zone, I get quiet, which makes for a terrible podcast. I understand, <laughs> I, and I got nothing to say right now because I'm still kind of fuming about that four-point sequence. Yeah, that was a really good sequence followed up by a really bad sequence. You need to continue to attack and draw another foul. I don't know what the hell that was by Kipper. Feliz makes the three. (laughs) So Kipper was about to lose it out of bounds. He finds Feliz, and what do you know? Feliz makes it because that's what he does. One-point Illinois lead. Iowa with the ball. They're just going to keep going back to Garza if they're smart. As they should. Yeah, if they're smart. You got double bonus for both teams. Worst case, he gets two shots at the line. I'm just going to kind of watch Kofi on Garza the whole time. 3.45 to go. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Iowa... A lot of shooters out there, and Garza, and this other big guy up top, which I wonder if he can shoot threes too. Trent guarding, who is this? Oh, boy, McCaffrey. Uh, I want to. Okay. That's about as loud as I can get, popping the microphone. I don't want to lose to him. I don't want to lose to him, okay? Coach's son. I don't want to lose any coach's son. Coach's son should not be allowed to play for their dads. He's made three threes today. No offense, Tyler Underwood. Trent's out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds. So we got a two-point deficit, 317 to go. I don't want to lose to McCaffrey's freaking kid. That was not the best two-minute stretch there. He was on the line. I mean, he was wide open. Was he on the line right there? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully they checked that. It did look close. And I'm not just saying that because I want, you know. But right now, Frustrated Carp would like to remind you that (laughs) you can always get DP Doe. (laughs) <laughs> calzones dp doe is really good it is really good man as i focus on something else so it's iowa ball it down is too okay well it, i'll what, tell you a story okay i was shaving this morning didn't realize that my razor was at zero percent battery and it just died oh but then i had the game to watch and i can't shave while i'm watching so you have shaved and then i had to come here so i've got this little like hitler thing going on okay right above All the right. lip that's my story. Man. Well, it's not very... I don't notice anything. Well, that's good. It is okay. a dark basement. Yeah. But I'm sure even in the broad daylight, someone would have to really peer their eyes. By the way, the sun is out. Finally. And if nothing else, I'm going to take solace in that today. Did last week not just drag? Oh, it was awful. Just I don't like... dark it. and... I was telling the guy, so I've got a new office at the station, and I have my computer set up in there, and I set it up on... What was my first day? Like January 5th. It's now February 2nd. The sun came out the other day, and I realized that it completely blinds my computer monitor. But I didn't realize it for three and a half weeks, because that's how long it took for the sun to, <laughs> to come out while I was in my office. It, it was a drag. I mean, it really Monday went into Wednesday, went into Friday, and it felt like what Foggy, day is it? Foggy, cloudy, Lost, yeah. just... Ugh. I think this week's going to be the same. If that's what Seattle feels like, I never want to live there. I couldn't do it. I know the Pacific Northwest is supposed to be great, but just the lack of sun would really get to I've me. I've got the seasonal whatever it is. Sad. Seasonal yeah. affective disorder. I am sad. Don't know if that's actually a thing. It might be. It might I be. think it is. <sighs> okay. So 
Well, listen, you've been in better positions. I you've just, been in worse yeah, positions. Right, right, right. I'm struggling because like a lot of things have gone Illinois' way here lately. Like Felice doesn't make threes; he just knocked one down. That crazy sequence where it was like four, four chances, and finally Trent knocks it down. You probably shouldn't have scored on that possession. But no. then it goes right back the other way, and and they get an easy four points that they probably shouldn't have scored. Yeah, well, here's the situation, right? It comes down to defense, and you don't have an opportunity to win this game if you don't get stops. No. If the two becomes four, then all of a sudden it just gets that much tougher. So it feels like every defensive possession, without this goes without saying, it's essential to stop them. Yes. I feel like you still got big plays on offense, especially from Feliz. It's going to take them missing a, a shot they should make, I think. I'm talking about Iowa. Well, the way that that offense, when they get going. It, it, like you know, when Teske missed on Georgie, right? Yeah. That gave Iowa the chance to Like It's going to take them going to take maybe Garza missing a shot he should make or something like that now here's the thing and I'm not trying to do this as some sort of hey even though we might lose this game here's the bright side of it but you showed up this is a hard-fought game on the road you get five days after this the defense is still legit I think I mean I would again should have 80 right now and they got 60 Garza's playing like Garza. I mean, it's it's really again. It's There's the nothing, three by McCaffrey yes, right. that just Th- that's the only grinds thing, my gears. <clears throat> that's the only thing in this game that is outwardly um, not status quo. Yeah. In Iowa, my God, I mean, what is McCaffrey was a really good coach at Siena. I think it was before yeah. he came here, and he made this it, is his what eleventh year. Is it already eleven? I think. I think that's and what he, they would, said. He, he took over for uh, Licklider. Yes, right? it, it was, was Alfred. Was, Alford, not Alford. Look wider, <laughs> and then McCaffrey. 11 his, years? Yeah, his record is well above 500. I mean... Floater here for Iowa, it is good. He was number five. Frederick. Of course. I mean, he's good. What can I say? He's good. I don't, don't show me the bench reactions. I don't need to see guys pointing... Okay. Yes, I don't went in the rim. I don't need you pointing down and telling me it went in the rim. I'm pretty sure this was like the exact score against Wisconsin at this exact time in the game. Probably. <coughs> okay, well... Io has the ball. He has not done anything well, on offense. where's he been in the second half? Here's Feliz back up top to Io. So we got 10 seconds left in the shot clock, and you're just going to have to do something here at this point. This Trent bad. back to Io, just kind of improvising here. Feliz going to have to take another three, and this one is no good. The rebound I mean, that goes was just back a bad to, possession. Yeah, bad possession, and somehow Frederick's right there again. Another board for him. Danger zone on this possession with 2.15 to go. That was nothing going. I guess I would say the negative of Io being the closer is sometimes everyone else on the team seems so intent on getting him the ball at the end of the game that maybe there's a better shot somewhere else that they're not even willing to look at because, well, they want to give the ball to Io. Trent almost gets the steal there, so nine <laughs> seconds on the shot clock here for Iowa. Feels it's, like a, an yeah. essential stop. If they knock down right. a three here, that's going to be tough. Oh. Well, we might be getting a first a taste of our own medicine here with the chance we're taking of doing a live podcast. Yeah. I mean, and there's nothing about this game that's going to make me go like scorched earth after the game is over. No, no. It's frustrating in the moment sure. to be down yeah, four. It's always and, frustrating. Yeah. And, and, but I will be honest. It does feel like there have been moments in this game where even when Illinois had the lead, it's like, oh, my God, are we going to steal one? Yes. It's still. I know you said that, and I don't disagree that Illinois has had moments where they played well today. But I take it back, though. I think I was played better. I, I, I feel that way, too. So you're in this position where you're still within striking distance. Yeah. I still think this is the toughest of the road games between Rutgers, Penn State, and Iowa. I'd agree with that. So in this five-game stretch, I said I think they go three and two because I think they get a road win, and yep. I think they win both games at home, yeah. especially when you look at how Michigan State plays on the road. Yeah, I mean, that's what is that my about? bigger takeaway from Michigan State is regardless of whether or not they had won that game yesterday, my takeaway was that they seem beatable, right? I mean, it's not like they're just running the table and you're hoping on hope that they're going to lose eventually. They've been down double digits almost every single road game they've been in. 
And they looked bad yesterday. But they looked bad until they did in the second half. And yet, in the last five <laughs> minutes, they could not buy a bucket. No. They could not score. Especially Tillman. He was I, bad. He was Butterfingers yesterday. And Cassius Winston, listen, he's an all-timer in the Big Ten. Um, but there is something limited to his offensive game. He's not going to do much in the pros, I don't think. No. I bet he finds a roster spot. And he's a good bench player for a long time. Oh, a long three boy. here. Misses badly. So, Illinois gets the board. Okay. All right. And you got plenty of time here as we're going up with authority. Trent trying to get the baseline. He kicks it back out to Kofi. Kofi loses it. We'll see. They'll review this, but I think it went off his leg. I just what's up with him? Uh, he th- does, does is, he not know how to catch a pass anymore? Uh, well, he caught the pass. The problem is he tried to dribble it. And they'll review this. I from first glance, it looked like it went off his leg. Let's see. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't think they'll be able. to overturn this Iowa did get a hand on it it feels like it might have went off of Kofi's leg after they got a hand on it though um yeah it looks like it went off his knee unless it touches uh Danny Tanner and I don't think it I don't think it touches Bob Saget so we'll see here I don't think they overturned that that's frustrating because it was a great look and I know he's a freshman but he's having a freshman game he is and it's the second and three games and he's had a freshman game and at the same time I don't think that's necessarily a great play either because you know what he's been doing today. And by the way, how many times this year have we seen Kofi in transition make a great play? Yeah. He's not I mean, a transition right, guy. Right. So why are we trying to force feed? It was a nice feed from Trent. And I shouldn't say that's transition. It was the best look that Trent had to get it to Kofi. Uh-huh. And all Kofi had to really do was go up with it. But it would have been like it. a it would have been like a Jordan from the line sort yeah, of thing. This might come our way, Trevor. I don't I don't know. Hard to say. I'm cheating. It will be Iowa's ball, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's Iowa ball. Yep. Poop on a stick. Okay. Poop on a stick. So clearly if they make a shot here, it's it's pretty much over. Sorry for the dead air. That's what happens on the live podcast. I just, I... 140 to go, Iowa ball. They're up four. <laughs> They're going to take their time. And what stinks about that is knowing that they got three guys on the court right now. Well, four, if you include Garza. Yep. That can if they make three. a shot, you call timeout here, but it's it's... For all intents and purposes, feels like it's over. Garza three. It's no good. Okay. Okay. Well, it was wide open too. Yeah, he very well could have made that. Feliz trying to get Kofi. He was like, "Get out of the way! I'm going to the rim." <laughs> Instead, it's up only top a minute here left here. I owe a minute fifteen to go. Twenty seconds. Illinois has two timeouts. They do. They're down four. You got to score. Get a stop and score. Yep. There you go. Trent with a three. It is up. It is no good. And they don't call a foul on Iowa on the board. They could have called one on Georgia over the back. Now you got to start fouling, I think. Um, you got to extend this game, don't you? 20, I mean, <laughs> 20, well, I don't know. There's 20 <laughs> seconds on the shot clock. This would get you down to 33 seconds. So you need a stop here. Just a really oddly officiated game. And I think it yeah. ultimately probably evened out. Yeah, I, I don't think it was like that lopsided one way or the other. But there's still a lot of plays where you, you sit there thinking, man, I wish they would have called that. And Garza nails the three to basically put this on ice. Okay. All right. Well, do we start talking about the run that was and, and think <laughs> what this says or means? I mean, I don't know that it means anything long term. I still think they beat Maryland on Friday, if I'm being honest. They have a nice layoff until then. I, I just think I was really good. I need to pause the podcast to tell you something. All right. I told Trevor. I, 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 I to. agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that thought. Uh, oh yeah, puff. you know, no, he can't puff his chest. He's going to be an all Big Ten first teamer. Right, he can puff his chest. Yes. Yeah. God, I was about to make him. That's probably is, is his mom or dad. That is Luca Garza's dad. He is a a character. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, he looks like somebody from 
Cheers. I can't. You see, I'm trying to resist my worst instincts as a fan to make fun of people's appearances and whatnot. I shouldn't do that. You know, I shouldn't. And I'm not going yeah, but to. But I mean, this is. But isn't that. Your, I feel. It's the, your gut instinct, though, right? Like, it's I, boiling I, up. I'm, I'm not a bad person, but I still can say that he looks funny with his one eyebrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his look, though, man. It's like Antonio Davis. Okay. Well, okay. Here we go. You're down seven. You go, kick it out top to a three. This is Iowa. It's no good. Bored for Iowa. Let's just punch him in the face and go home. Yeah, let's not punch him in the face, please. <laughs> well, Iowa was the better team today, so it's not like I felt like you would have stolen one had you gotten it. I kind of wish for some reason you'd kept them in the 60s. I don't know why. Just because it would look better defensively. I hate Iowa. Don't show me their Woodhook fans. <laughs> And their stupid whiteout where they're wearing Why gray. Why is there a whiteout? Why are they wearing gray at their whiteout? I don't know. You can't get a white shirt. <clears throat> and then why do they get the first shot at the caucuses? Why do they get the first one? That is a good question. I was wondering that. I have no idea why. And then on CBS morning news, they show, you know, the correspondents are on the ground. Yep. And every other shot is either of a barn, a tractor, or some woodsy right, diner. Because they're trying to set up their uh, Iowa one shot. Yeah, exactly. Right, where... It's sort of like the shot from the corner of the end zone in the pylon. Right, yeah. B-roll footage. By the way, Alan, Alan's shot. in now. Was Alan in like at all that second no, half? No, not a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. It was a layup, Georgie. Well, he sucked today. Don't foul. Are you really okay, going to lay that up guy. and in? Really? <laughs> really? I I don't know what to say, Alani fans. Why? I'm kind of pissed off right now. I mean, why, why dunk that? Well, they dunk it for the exclamation point. Sorry for the lack of play-by-play. They haven't really up. They just updated the score. I mean, here, so Illinois calls a time. Why, why are you dunking that? I hate these <laughs> ass. Is I can't say the H word after that because that's against. Really? Well, if we were on terrestrial radio, I'm trying to keep it clean. Okay. Man, sorry, you guys are catching carpet. A bad moment. I, I mean, really it, hate it, Iowa. I, I really, really hate Iowa so much. I hate their state. <laughs> I hate the ridiculous whiteness of the whole thing. It's, it's appropriate they're doing the whiteout when I look out on the court and it's five white guys that are just scorching the nets when it matters yep. most. Yep. Yep. So they'll probably, th- this will be interesting. They go to Purdue, Nebraska at home, at Indiana, at Minnesota, Ohio State. They, in this next five game stretch, if they go three and two, they might actually be in the driver's seat. Yeah. I would hate my life if I were there right now. I feel bad for this Illinois guy that they're showing. (laughs) Yeah, he looks... I would hate my life. Yeah. Poor Dion. This is Dion's first trip to Iowa City, he said. No kidding, since the whole thing... Well, since he would have played, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... that's, At his point in life, he's probably gotten over it as much as one could. Sure. And he's one of the nicest guys ever, so it wouldn't be be that big of a deal. Whoa! Uh Hey, Chippy! (laughs) Well, you know, this will be a big game on March 8th. Game's over. Yeah. 72-65. I get the feeling that that game on March 8th is going to be huge. McCaffrey's got something to say. Oh, boy. Did you see <laughs> Chin Coleman? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was Jamal and Chin, yeah. <clears throat> well, these two teams don't like each other. And we'll see uh, if there's anything said after uh-huh. the game. And they're telling the teams to go to the locker room and not and shake hands. Okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. Having... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, Weisskamp. Wait. Oh, no, don't cut away from it. All right, well, let's get on Twitter and see what's happening here. (laughs) You can't cut away from that. So Weisskamp had the dunk, and listen, if it were Illinois and they did that, would I be be cool with that? Of course I would. So I don't want to get on a soapbox and say that that dunk was some sort of huge thing. Um, I'm not really clear what happened. 
Coaches drawing. So this is according to Jeremy. Thirty-one seconds ago, ugliness spilling out between these two teams. Coaches drawing back and forth. Players draw, drawing back and forth. Some pushing, and maybe they're going to try this handshake line again. No, the Iowa players were sent off. Can you not cut away? Okay. Well, you see, this is the thing, right? If it's all about college athletics and sportsmanship, they probably don't want to promote that. But I want to see it. I want to see Illinois getting in their face. Uh, you know what I do like about I'm this? I'm going to need a replay from somebody on on that. Well, hopefully, Jeremy. Well, that, that's the problem. I think the media they put way up top. Yeah. So I don't know if Jeremy and Derek are down there or I not. I don't know. Well, here's what I will take away. I have away. to assume that that stemmed from I was up eight with 20 seconds left. They could choose to run out the clock and, and uh, McCaffrey dunks it. Right? Yeah, pretty much. <coughs> God. I hate them, and I know the players what, probably hated me. What more. the hell just happened, and why the hell did we just get cut away from it? <laughs> so, what is this setup essentially? Well, okay, you got a home game against Maryland, home game against Michigan State. Those are still as big as they ever were, and that's why winning the Minnesota game set those up still as the one-two punch yeah, that we were all hoping for. Right, that's still there. You have to score a lot to beat Iowa. Like, I feel like you kind of need either everybody clicking or Iowa scoring forty to feel like you have a chance to beat Iowa on the road. And that didn't happen. I mean, I feel like I need to buy my Iowa-Illinois tickets now. Do you want, Well, it's, it's sold out. But well, on StubHub, I mean, before StubHub gets right. crazy. The Indiana one is like skyrocketed. 110 bucks for nosebleeds. Why? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, who set that market that high? I don't know. I, I know Illinois fans, and you know they look at Indiana, even though Indiana's not been what they are, and Illinois has been what they are, but always look at that as a big game in the home state. I don't understand what happened there. Well... This will will add plenty of juice to March 8th yes. when these two teams play again, and there might be Big Ten <clears throat> title implications on the line because I didn't see anything from either of these two teams that indicated to me that either one is going to fall off. No. Okay. What if we've just been focusing on Michigan State and we're ignoring the fact that those two might be tied for first for March 8th? Man, Chin Coleman was okay, pissed. Okay, so Chin and Jamal. <laughs> Fran McCaffrey is such a D-bag. So, you know, I, I know that I shared a, a bit of oatmeal with him okay, in the Spring Hill right. Suites. So it looks like he Chin, tells his guys to go to the because he didn't Chin and like, Jamal jawed at him and he said, OK, forget this handshake line. And he turned around and kind of waved his guys off to the locker room yeah. so that he didn't have to shake anybody's hand. When you wear glasses like that, you don't assume that that person's going to be a jerk. You assume they're going to be very <laughs> cerebral. But he is this will be an interesting press conference when whenever audio comes out of it, because, you know, he will talk about it and we'll see what Underwood says if he plays it off or not. But I don't mind the juice in this rivalry let's no, call it what not it is at all. i mean we hate iowa maybe iowa hates illinois equally i'm not sure i don't know that they i mean recently why would they even care before illinois was good again right <clears throat> but huh. that was quite an exchange so when we when we saw the replay the first time i did not see mccaffrey as part of it but it was jamal for wait sorry it was jamal walker and jamal chin walker coleman. chin coleman they were jawing at fram which i'm sure was about the dunk i'm sure saying you know didn't need to do that and then fran sort of said something back to him and then turned around and said okay guys let's go yeah he's like you know what we're out of here then he tells his guys to go yeah. for it and i listen you're getting fired up carp you're getting fanboy carp you're getting the twitter moniker is actually coming to life it's a little bit fun though right it's a little bit fun i mean the it way that game a little ended. bit though the way that game ended is frustrating that you lost it but is it, it's a bit of a reality check but i think it still shows I mean, there's. I, this doesn't make me say like the progress has been lost in any way. No, there have been far better Illinois teams that have lost by seven points at yes. Iowa or more. Yeah. Well, I mean, just last year you lost ninety. I know that was a bad team, but you lost what ninety-five to seventy-one, something like that. I feel like back in two thousand one, and that was the Elite Eight year that you lost at Iowa by like nineteen points early in January. I'd have to look it up, but you've had plenty of bad games up there. This was not one of them. 
it was not your best performance, and yet it was a close game down to the end. The turning point was Georgie turning the ball over, and if there is a frustration I have with an individual player, it would be him continuing to be this weird mishmash of, oh, there's a great Georgie play, and oh, there's a boneheaded Georgie play. There should not be this many boneheaded plays as a sophomore that started every game. You need to be able to rely on someone like Georgie when Kofi's not having a good Absolutely. game. Absolutely, no, for sure. Yeah, and you, you can't, you cannot rely on Georgie. No, he he can be good, but you you can't sit here and say that you are relying on him to be good because he just isn't right now. Uh, let's, let's see if we see. can't get any. Fran gets into it with Jamal and Chin. They didn't like the last dunk. Iowa didn't like Illinois calling a timeout with five seconds left. Um, good good tweet here, know. and you would just kind of echo this sentiment here as well, but from Steve on Twitter, at Illini Toffee. So reality check result, but not in a bad way. Sign of permanent progress that things didn't fall apart in yet another tough environment. I would agree with that. From Herb Lawrence, Fran McCashery is a D and a baby. Here's and the, by D, uh, I mean like D bag. Here's the, here's the gif of it. I You can't really... All right, let's try to break it down. That would be a kind of funny uh, bad lip reading segment on Funny sure, or Die. Sure, yeah. Man... <laughs> and Stephen Gentry is a Gentry out there. Yes, yeah. And Orlando Antigua were in the back, and you see Gentry kind of pat McCaffrey on the shoulder, like, "Hey, hey!" Or, or maybe he's trying to get he's the peacemaker. He's trying to calm Jamal down. Yeah. As him and Chin are like, "Oh man, Chin is <laughs> dropping bombs." That <laughs> hey, that's a South Side guy. Okay, that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> As you see the Iowa radio guys, like, "Oh, hey, okay, all right, steady, fellas. This is Iowa." And, you know, listen, Fran telling guys to get off the court, I, I do the same thing because that probably was not going to Well, that was involved. instigated by Chin. Jamal didn't Jamal didn't say a thing until Chin mouthed off to Fran. Hmm. And then Chin kind of joined in. <laughs> You're right. Gentry, Gentry taps Fran on the chest like, okay, all right. And then Fran says, screw this handshake line, and he's out of there. Interesting. From Bob Zupke, I agree with this too. Had the ball in a two-point lead with five minutes left when Georgie hands Iowa the ball. Momentum swung yeah. there. And again, that was yeah. the moment. There are many moments in a game. Yep. There were moments after that where Illinois could have taken it back. But Georgie, wake up. This is beyond, oh, Kofi took my five spot and I'm still adjusting. This is beyond that. That's stupid basketball that you cannot have from a sophomore. Right. And, and you need, well, what was the last time, and this is what's frustrating too, long-term, uh, you know, maybe Georgie, whenever Kofi leaves to go pro, he might have one year by himself and he'll resume what he was doing his freshman year as the one big at the five spot. But I'm I'm also wondering, like, this lack of discipline. I don't remember that last year unless no. I'm wearing orange colored glasses. No, no, no. He, there was there was I mean, there was a few games early on in his freshman year. I know when early on he'd set a few illegal screens right off the bat and he'd have two fouls and two turnovers essentially within like two minutes of the game starting. But other than that. I don't remember hardly any plays where this is a bad quote, I guess, but I remember in Weber's last year with Myers. Was Myers a freshman in Weber's last year? Yes, I think so. No sophomore. Sophomore. Sorry. He had a good year. His freshman year. Either was like his an freshman year. It was his freshman year then that in, in some post game Weber said, and he probably shouldn't have said it, but he said Myers' head is floating somewhere around Assembly Hall right now. <laughs> to describe him during the game. Yeah. And I kind of get that sense with Georgie sometimes. It seems like that, right? Not necessarily that he's not engaged as to what's going on, but that he kind of feels like he's just playing like 2K pickup ball or something. A right? little bit. Where he's just sort of like, I'm just going to throw this pass in here. I'm going to fake a shot and dump it in a cove. He's just sort of playing almost, it seems like his tendency is almost to get looser when he's struggling than to kind of shut up, not look like a goofball, tighten it up, 
and just focus on making no mistakes. I feel you like Kipper's I mean? doing more for you than Georgia. I right would now. agree with that right now. And at the four spot, there's a lot of lineups that you can play against where Kipper can play the four just fine. Yeah. And maybe that is better with Kofi out there. I mean, Georgie is someone that you know the skill sets there. He had a layup earlier in this game that would have been, I don't know about sports center top 10, but it would have been one of the remembered plays had mm-hmm. Illinois won. And instead, what will, will be remembered is when he hands Iowa the ball. And I, I hate to be outsmarted, okay? I, I don't yeah. feel like Illinois yeah. was out hustled or anything like that. But it feels like at the end of the day, the execution was there for Iowa. It wasn't there for Illinois, Correct. obviously. And I hate when that lack of execution goes from, well, we just had a bad offensive possession to, oh, here's the ball. Yes. Take it. Mm-hmm. And and tie the game up at mm-hmm. home and get the crowd going nuts. When, with a four-point lead with 518 to go. It's amazing how quickly that swung. And I think you and I were anticipating, man, we might even take a six-point lead, but they can shoot the three so they can get right back in. Yes. Neither right. of us anticipated that they were going to tie that thing up back in 10 seconds. No, not at all. Because you can't. And, and Bob's up. He's right. I mean, that, that pass from Georgie, which I'd like to see it again, but I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, he basically just handed it right to the Iowa guy. And within 10 or 15 seconds of that four-point lead, it's evaporated. It was frustrating. Um, I'm not overly frustrated other than the in-game screw Iowa type of frustrated. Yeah, and that is my overriding feeling is not so much with the performance because, again, I felt like it was a typical Big Ten team on the road sure. looked out of sorts. Yeah. We see it all the time. And Iowa made 10 threes, and it's the first time Illinois, this is from Derek, the first time Illinois given up double-digit threes since Miami. And no surprises against Miami. Iowa. Miami. That's what Iowa does. And Iowa's 8-1 and one when they make 10 or more threes. So, you know, there you go. If they do that here, all the more power to them. But I tell you what, I cannot... I don't, I don't know if I could... <laughs> that's a 6 p.m. tip-off on a Sunday night, okay? Yep. The only if, game that day... Or the only game that night. Yeah. So if there are Big Ten title implications, or even if there is not, that is the kind of game that if you lose in heartbreaking fashion, I don't know when I'm going to get to sleep that night. I really just yeah. my my dislike of if Iowa something really is on the line there too, right? Yeah, my dislike of Iowa was bubbling and bubbling, rising through that game. And I know it's so stupid, fanboy of me to be like, well, all oh, their white scrappy guys that can hit the three. Well, that's what Iowa does, and they mm-hmm. do it well. I can't begrudge them that. But as a fan, it's just so hard not to tie myself up into all the previous history with Iowa. When if I look at it, the two rivalries for Illinois basketball have always been, at least in the last thirty years, Iowa, Indiana. Yes. Michigan State and Illinois. Do we hate Michigan State? Do they hate us? No. No. We basically go 50-50 I'm the same somehow. way with Michigan. I don't hate Michigan. No, I don't hate Michigan. I don't hate Minnesota. I guess I hate Indiana, but... Not now, I, really. I, why? But Iowa, that's always there. It's always yes, there. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And McCaffrey, I mean, I got to give him credit as much as I don't necessarily <laughs> like the guy. You know, he has He's built... been really good for them. He was, I need to look at his record. But there. I mean, he, he, in a similar way to Kirk Ferentz, although I think Ferentz has been more... Um, easily able to be commended for what he's done for Iowa football. But I don't know. Fran's the type of thing like, say they had a really bad year and he got fired. I don't think they would, but just say he got fired. Mm-hmm. Someone else would pick him up, right? Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if he'd be great for that program. It, it feels like this context with this type of team in this situation has been really good to Fran, but I don't know if he's overall in any context of any situation with any team like an A-plus coach. This is what makes no sense, though. I mean, he's done fine up there. Okay, he makes tournaments basically three out of five years. So I think he's made the tournament. I don't think they ever make the second weekend, do they? Here, here are the Big Ten finishes. And granted, he inherited something that wasn't great. So 10th and then 7th and then 6th. Makes his first tournament his fourth year, sixth place in the Big Ten. Third place in the Big Ten his fifth year, NCAA round of uh, 32. Third place the next year, NCAA round of 32. 
fifth in IT, 11th, no tournament, sixth place last year, 10 and 10. And how the hell did they get so much better? They lost Tyler Cook, too, keep in mind. I know. I mean, and Bohannon. And Bohannon. If Bohannon's out there, they yeah. win the Big Ten. Yeah, you're right. And they might still and do that. they grab, I think Frederick was a two-star from in-state. Of course. Uh, his son was like a lock from since birth to go to Iowa, right? So and he's you could do worse than his son. I and uh, Toussaint, that was their class that they added. He's a kid from New York, I think. He is, yes. And they're all playing. And they're yeah. all playing. So you're telling me that McCaffrey and Frederick and Toussaint are all freshmen? Yes. Ew. Well, McCaffrey might be a sophomore. But we got to deal with those guys for a while. Yes. Great. That's going to be fun. <clears throat> now, Toussaint was not much of a factor today. It didn't feel like. No. Garza is a senior. Please um, tell me he's a senior. Well, I mean, he's going to be gone either way. I would so. hope so. That was. It's going to make it a little more interesting, right? A little more fuel added to the fire for this game back oh, here. Oh, a little. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is what I also, if I were to try to take some positives out of this game, for one, again, you competed even though you didn't have your best performance. Yep. Without Io being much of a factor. With and Kofi how many being a minutes mess. did Allen play in the second half? Not much. Your lineup for most of the second half was Trent, Feliz, Io, Kipper, Kipper Kofi. Yep. Or Georgie. Or Georgie. Georgie was not out there Which for... Which hasn't been an awful lineup. No, no, it was fine. But it's mistake-prone enough, like the Georgie thing, where when you get to a situation where you're on the road late in the game and you make one back-breaking mistake, it's hard to come back from that, and that's basically what happened. I do like that if you were to lose that game, um, you lost it in a way that even though the next game is still five days away, you are going to be so ready to get back out there. Absolutely, right? you yeah. lost it. That you, wasn't demoralizing, I don't think. It was a buzzer beater, super heartbreaking. Yes, right. Okay, right, right, those right. suck. And you, there's a mental thing. I would assume you got to get over with the mm-hmm. buzzer beater when you're like, oh, they snatched it right from us. Well, this was a five minute. Oh God, we did this and we did this and we did this and we can't do that again. And now because of the way it ended, you're almost pissed off leaving this game. In a, in a way, like man, we got to get back out there. I just I I I didn't see anything today that made me think Illinois wasn't like dialed in for this game. No, right? there wasn't any. Like, of that. oh, it's I, an I early it tip. They're sloppy. No, I I just thought Iowa was really good. Illinois made a few mistakes, and when you make a few mistakes in Iowa City against a good Iowa team, you're going to lose. So as we look at the remaining four games in this five game stretch, I would have loved to have stolen one because I I what this team has done, and kudos to them I for mean, having done stolen it. like six to be honest, but. <laughs> yeah. And the three on the road that they stole. Yeah. And you can't, I can't call the yeah. Purdue game stealing one. Well, that's, you that's, that's fair, yeah. But nonetheless, you bankrolled these early wins, and it put you in a position where you don't need to go four and one in this five-game stretch. No. You don't really need to go three and two, but I feel like the way other teams at the top of the Big Ten are playing. Depending on what you're talking about, you yeah. don't need to go three and two. If you are a Big Ten title contender, you should go three I and think two. you go three and yes. two. Yep, I think so. And it all comes down to these two home games. If you do, th- and but here's the thing, too, about these the Friday and Tuesday coming up. If you get those wins, then it actually, because of how high quality they're going to be, quad one goes without saying. Sure. But a Maryland and Michigan State team. That'd be like pro- top 10 quad wins. Yeah, I mean. that both of those teams will probably be top five seeds in the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. You would have had wins against them, split the season series mm-hmm. against them. That puts you in that echelon, okay? Yeah. That will find their way to probably a top five seed in the tournament, worst case six. And you could still lose the next two road games before you come back home against, I think, Nebraska. Yes. Then you get Nebraska at home, Northwestern on the road, Indiana at home. Now, there is you know, the option that you slip a, a game that you shouldn't like in that Northwestern. But what I do like about this stretch, four more games left in this stretch, there is no such thing as a bad loss. And each win only solidifies you as a top five seed yeah. in the tournament. It's not a win-win scenario because you don't want to go out and lose by 20. But there, are, it feels like there are very few ways... I mean, famous last words, right? But it feels like there are very few ways that Illinois could royally screw this up. 
Well, and I'm still <laughs> waiting for, and it might happen in these two home games where everything clicks. Right, and, and there's I, not I many Big Ten teams. Purdue second half has been the only half where everything's clicked, and it clicked beautifully, and that's why you won by as much as you did. And that's not going to happen much, but if that's a hundred percent. Find me eighty. Sure, find me the right. eighty on a hundred sure. scale. That yeah. would be Io doing what he does, along with Feliz being the second half beast along with that Trent he is, knocking down threes and Trent, Georgie not making mistakes. Right, but isn't that it? Right, it, is I feel like as long as they play good at home in these next two games, as long as they avoid a bad performance, I think they do find their way to two wins. Yep, and I think that's, that that um, sets the bar in the pace because I don't think – I mean, we see Iowa's really good at home, but they lose on the road, so I don't think they're going to outpace if they have this same – I guess what I'm saying is if, if you put other, any other team competing with Illinois at the top of the Big Ten <clears throat> through this five-game stretch, would you be confident in any of them doing better than 3-2? and two? And I don't think the answer is yes. I don't think Iowa goes any better than 3-2 and two if they have three tough road games in a five-game stretch. Yeah, probably not. I don't think Michigan State, maybe they go 4-1 and one instead of 3-2 and two in a tough stretch. But I think Illinois is, is keeping pace with the top of that league if they go 3-2. and two. What should we call this episode? <laughs> oh, um, something about Fran, right? I've already Given done one, and this was an obscure. There was a movie <laughs> back in the day called Eddie and the Cruisers. It was about a fictional rock legend who died young. Okay. And the real life band that recorded the songs for it was uh, it was John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. So when Brightweiser and I were doing this back in 2016, and we got smoked at Iowa, I think we called it uh, Fran McCaffrey and the Beaver Brown Band, which only about three <laughs> people understood. Okay. Now I think here's a couple. I was trying to go with Herky Hawkeye. Is that their mascot? Herky Hawk. Yeah, Herky okay. the Hawk. And thinking, okay, herky, jerky, jerky, jerk. Now, I thought it was kind of a jerk move that they pulled late in the game. And also, as a Seinfeld fan, have you ever seen the episode where George comes up with the jerk store? I have not. Come back? Oh, okay. Seinfeld's one of those things where, like, I'll watch it if it's on, but I haven't actually dedicated the time to go through it. So one thought I had was the Herc store, but only Seinfeld fans would get that. And then they'd also have to understand that the Hawk's name is Herky. Right. So there's a lot of... Just now, I didn't know that. That's a lot of layers on an onion right there. Brett Barron's just tweeted, lots of jawing continuing up the tunnel between assistant coaches. Overall, I thought the players handled it well. This was mostly an assistant coach tussle. Hmm. So... And you know what? Listen, in the heat of the battle, I'm not going to say, oh, how how immature of these coaches to do that. It probably is a little bit, but was our reaction when they dunked it, we were ticked off. If Illinois did the same thing, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. It it is what it is. I mean, Chin was yelling at Fran before Fran did anything to him, right? So I'm not going to say that it was instigated by Iowa. It was instigated by the dunk. It was furthered a little bit at the end of the game when Iowa was going back. Illinois calling a timeout was a bit of a (laughs) you-know-what move, right? I mean, with four seconds left. And then Iowa (laughs) trying to get that ball loose from the Iowa players. The clock runs out, and it's like, just let it go. And that was Coach's son, right, that he was kind of hacking. But so, it, if there is a mental edge, I mean, that is the kind of game. And this is the Big Ten where you could come back and beat Iowa by 10 or 11 at home. Right. But I like that. I And I don't know that this is true, but I feel like maybe two years ago if that happened, Illinois wouldn't jaw back. Yeah, I would sense? agree with that. Well, what I do like is that when I see that, there's an understanding that, ooh, this this was a not, not a bad loss. Let me rephrase. I, I think they knew what was at stake, right? Mm-hmm. They came out. There was no question that Illinois came ready to play. They just didn't execute as much as they could have. So when I see that at the end of the game, as you said, probably don't see that two years ago. Early Underwood, late John Grosser, probably don't see that. I like the fact that there is that. Oh, I'm not going to fall in that trap because I know that there's plenty of tweets about they had fight today. There's probably going to be another one. They had plenty of <laughs> Incoming, fight today. Yeah. Caps lock. But they do. 
for lack of a better right. term, they do. Sure. So yeah. I, don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind playing with a little bit, little bit of an edge. I mean, as long as Griffin isn't stepping on people's chest, then I'm fine with it. I'm trying to think of a title. So the Herc store is mine, but that's very obscure. I don't WA, but we already we had already that. We already did that. And that would have been IO. <sighs> Oh, but I was a yeah. non-factor, right? Right. And Georgie had the big play, so there could be something with like you could say like I O uh like U H H H H because I O didn't do anything, but that's the yeah. word I O. But that that's but not he, really the focus of the game. No, no. What would be the focus of the game? <clears throat> uh, Garza. Yeah, but there's Luca. A, yeah, Luca. I was trying to Luca. think of a name word play with Luca or Garza. I mean, I Garza could just, just makes me think of the Cubs pitcher Matt Garza. I could title it what I told you off the air and just put in <laughs> expletive for what word I used. Maybe I blank Iowa. Um, I blanking hate Iowa. I really blank and hate Iowa, man. But um, you know what? Hey, I like feeling that juice again. Yeah, there's it's a been little a bit of it there where it's kind of like um, for me when the Cubs and Cardinals played in that NLDS in 2015 before the Cubs really kind of arrived. And there were a few players that were ejected. They hit Rizzo in the chest. They hit uh, Cubs hit someone else in the chest back. Like it kind of felt like while that was not great, it sort of felt like okay, we're back in in, in some sort of way. Yeah, we're relevant. <laughs> yeah, and I think that as long as they take care of business at home, they'll stay relevant regardless of the Rutgers Penn State game. But I, hmm. I'm going to be nervous Friday. I'm going to have that feeling when I wake up, like oh my god, there's a huge game tonight. I don't want to lose that. Yes. And next Tuesday, don't even get me if they beat Maryland. Then that Tuesday, uh, <laughs> that's going to be a long day yeah, to get through. That is going to be a long. We got a live remote that day, a game day, over a game day on the uh -huh. corner. Yep, you guys are going to get some so, action there. Yeah, because I, I would think they're going to have some sort of paint the whole orange shirt. But that does remind me that we do have a promotion going on with Fourth and Kirby, and they got orange shirts, and you will need one for paint the whole orange. So go to fourthandkirby.com, coupon code two hundred level. You can also try the two hundred level. So either one works. Two hundred level, two zero zero level, or the two zero zero level. You'll get ten percent off your order at fourthandkirby.com. Plenty of orange, great T-shirts. They got a really cool crew neck, a lot of nice basketball sweatshirt as well. Fourthandkirby.com. Let me see. They said Underwood and Fran are talking now. It's probably going to be terrible audio quality, but let me see if I can pull up what Brett is streaming. Hmm. Oh, he's streaming it right yes. now. Yes. So is this still an ongoing thing in the tunnel? Well, no. I mean, they're at the the podium. Oh, at now. the podium. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Nah, the link isn't working. All right, never mind that. Man, oh man. It's just um. I don't know how to feel after that. I feel like I'm equal fine parts, apart from I hate fine losing. with it. I hate losing. Disappointed in it. Pissed off by it. I don't know. Well, were you the better team? Not today. Not today. I don't think so. And you lost by seven. Though really it was more like a four-point game that they you just missed shots late. They made their free throws and, of course, the dunk. Okay. I think Iowa could win the Big Ten, honestly. They could, but I think that's why I'll be rooting hard for <clears throat> Purdue on yes, Wednesday. I mean, yeah. I, here's what you got to do. You already have three road wins. Just root hard for the home team. And mm -hmm. then hope you sneak one more. Yes. You do have Northwestern. Yep, yep, Keep yep. this in mind. If you hold serve at home and you win at Northwestern, you're 14-6. and six, And the way this Big Ten is going, that may be enough. That's what I mean is if you keep pace just by winning at home, I don't think there's anyone outpacing that right now. And do you get the sense that the Northwestern game is the only other road game this team's going to win? I don't. Uh, no. No, I they'll don't. win another one, whether that's at Ohio State or... Uh, at Rutgers at or at Ruck Penn State? Maybe at Rutgers. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they get another one. So let's say they get two more road wins. Then that, If they do get two more road wins, that affords you one home loss. Yes. To still be in it. Yep. But keep it simple, right? I mean, if you win the home games, you're 13-7. and seven. If you get one road game on top of that 14-6, and six, that'd probably be enough for a co-title. Yeah. 
And you really do kind of hold this in your hands as well with Michigan State and Maryland coming up where you get to create even more space. Yep. You you control your own destiny here despite this result. Um, Underwood says, this is what Big Ten basketball is all about. Nobody in America loves their team and their guys more than I do. That was his quote. Okay. <laughs> Seems to sort of diffuse. Sure. Yeah. It's acknowledging this is He's a heated He's defending game. his guys. Yeah. That's a Big Ten battle, and that's what it is. All right, cool. Well, um, it'll be fun March 8th, but there's a lot of basketball left before we play Iowa again. Oh, a lot. There's still like a month and a half of games left. Yeah, I know. Because I mean, the Big Ten tournament. Through. Big Ten tournament's not until March. Well, I mean, we would the way it's trending right late, now would it? play on that Friday. Which would be March like 16th, something mm. like that. Or I was the eighth on a Sunday, so that Friday okay, all would right. be so like the thirteenth, maybe something 13th, like that. Yep, thirteenth. Okay, okay. So that is okay. basically a month and a half. And then away. Selection Sunday is the sixteenth. Yep, the sixteenth. Uh, we will be en route, Kara and I, down to Memphis. Oh, that's right. So we'll be watching Selection Sunday. So what I'm probably going to do is take my rig, and then on Monday on our trip down to New Orleans, I'll do like a nice. road in the car. I love it. Like I love it. <laughs> reacting to the brackets <laughs> and everything. It's going to be nice to actually react to a bracket. And think about the next matchup, and oh, if you get that, who might you face in the second yeah. in the second round, or how is how is that bracket going to shake out? What's your path to the final? Also, four? imagining if you win the first two games, you have a week to uh, sit on that before the Sweet Sixteen. I right? know, I know. I mean, I I've, I've never felt that, but <laughs> so and and I say that partly to kind of recalibrate myself and acknowledge that what a great seven game stretch that was. You stole one at Michigan. It was incredible. I mean, it really it was. was. You stole one at Michigan. You probably stole one at Wisconsin. Yep. Today, you weren't able to get that luck, and that's okay. You have other opportunities to get another road win or two. That that would that is what a Big Ten title team would do is probably win two more on the road. I think they got <laughs> that's it. That's all in you them. need to do, I think. But first things first, you know, hold serve at home, and Friday is going to be a long day at school. I will not be able to focus yeah. on. In fact, fortunately, we're going to watch a Simpsons episode on Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're, we're, we're teaching them theme, so I'm going to show okay. them Lisa's Rival. Okay. I kind of remember that one. That was where she has the diorama. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Telltale yep, Heart. Yep. And, yeah, so, and that actually is one story that we read with the kids the next week. So it ties I would just in. show them the monorail one over and over again Oh, for my no God, reason. that's such a good... <laughs> I know it's cliche, but that is my favorite one. I know that's a lot of people's favorite, but... Does that end with the... Uh, escalator whoa. to nowhere. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> just, whoa. just look. They're looking directly at the person in front of them, and they just have no reaction until they're the one that falls uh, off. New Haverbrook. What were the other places with uh, monorails? I forget all the names. I don't know, but when he's on the uh, the plane, the angry people with the pitchforks, hey, look, that's him in seat 17C. <laughs> <laughs> I call the big one biting. Uh, and the Leonard Nimoy in there, and for the m- no reason whatsoever, Could the I Cosmic Ballet. Yeah, yeah. The Cosmic <laughs> Ballet marches on. Can I switch someone's seats? Well, uh, uh, yeah, so we're going to do that on Friday, which I will need. That's nice. Yeah, uh, because I won't be able the to The Maryland focus. game is interesting because it kind of sort of feels like a prelude to the Michigan State game, but it's just as important, it's huge. if not more important oh, to win Oh, my God. Game. I mean, and my my Because Maryland's really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we know that, but. What I do like, and Isaac mentioned this, look at the recent history between Illinois and Maryland. We've had bad Illinois teams that play Maryland tough. That's true. Beat them in Madison Square Garden last year. Should have won at Maryland this year. Beat them without Revante Rice, like I was referencing that year. And what I do like here in the stretch coming up, Maryland-Michigan State at home. You lost to both of those teams already. Maryland, you should have won. Michigan State, you just got your butt kicked. Mentally, I like that you are coming off this game. You got five days where you can hopefully channel that frustration with what happened today in a positive way and understand that you got to come out and just kick some ass at home. And I I think they are capable of it. I hope Mm. that they got their kind of iffy home wins out of the way with Minnesota Northwestern. That would be nice. But I do feel too like this team and many others do tend to play to the competition 
And we saw that with the three road wins they got this this month. I almost like this team better playing against a really good team. Isn't it weird? I kind of do too. Which is odd, but I I I, I do. Well, there's less to lose. Sure, that's and true. Plenty to for gain. sure. Yep. But it definitely feels like they get up for those games. Well, it's we're eight and three. We are winless in February, though. So let's change that on Friday. Still in first place, though. We are still in first let's, place, uh, tied with I think Michigan State. Surely Michigan State plays before Friday. I think Rutgers Let's losing see. yesterday that was a big one. Basically, every result yesterday went your way. It did, and today would have just been total so, cherry on Michigan top. Michigan State on Tuesday has Penn State at home. Keep in mind, Penn State's ranked twentieth, and then they don't play again until Saturday when they play at Michigan. So Michigan that's, State, yeah, they could split this week. Yep. And now, if they split this week, and you win on Friday, you're back in first. I don't want them to lose at Michigan on Saturday. Be- I do, but I don't. I do for the Big Ten standings. You mean in terms of coming off a loss on yeah, for Tuesday? Yeah, come on. Izzo coming off a loss? No. I, I, I don't feel much better if they lost to Penn State and then whooped Michigan Thank on the road. You. Thank you. And then that is what I want. And then one day turnaround to think about a big win before the Illinois game. So that's Tuesday, Penn State and Michigan State? Tuesday, and then they play Saturday. That's again. a big game. And then for Maryland, do they play anyone before they come here? It looks like they play Rutgers on Tuesday. Wow. At home. Okay. So do we want them to just win that? Um, kind of, I think. Maybe. Yeah. And knock Rutgers yeah, out I, I of guess so. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Rutgers, meanwhile, this week, of course, they go at Maryland, and then they will play Northwestern at home. So they'll, worst case, split mm-hmm. and be 8-5. and five. Yep. Uh, Penn State, you just had the Michigan State game on Tuesday, and then later this week they will play uh, Minnesota at home. I got to think they hold serve there. So Maryland's 7-3. and three, So if they were to beat Rutgers, then it would be a three-place tie for first after Tuesday. And for Iowa... Lurking there, they do At have four losses four. in the Big Ten. Right, but I, you got to root for Purdue at home on Wednesday. I was kind of hoping that Illinois, Michigan State, and Maryland just beat up on each other because those three teams are kind of round robin playing each other in the next week or two here. And that's why today's result is somewhat nullified if they lose at Purdue. Yeah, and I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm thinking too. You know, I'm still waiting for another Big Ten team to get to that three road win mark. And until one does, as as Sean Harrington puts it on Twitter, and it's. It's a cool little metric, yeah, and it's, it's very simple, minus. but it, it makes sense. What is it? Plus one for road wins, zero for home wins. Minus, and one, minus for one for home losses. Yes. Yeah. And I think zero for away losses, too. Yes. Yeah. So, so Illinois sitting at plus three. Yeah, still plus three, which is the best which in the Big Ten. the best in the Big Ten, yeah. All right, well, I today was still fun, cathartic. Yeah, I apologize I mean, for any... We broke know. the streak, but we we're going to have to eventually. Uh, had a little bit of a fireworks at the end there. Mm-hmm. It, it was fine. So I'm not sa- mad. I'm thinking Saturday... We find a time. Friday, it's a late, okay. well, 7 o'clock game. We're both going, right? But Yeah, Isaac's going to. I bet the bullet. Oh, the silver bullet? <laughs> no, no, oh, we're not okay. going to. I said I bit the bullet and bought tickets despite it being expensive. As but well. if they win, do we're you then the bite the other bullet <laughs> and go to the silver bullet? No, I think I'll pass Have you ever that. been? I have never been. It's, it's a trip. I, I sometimes, from the station, will take that way home mm. towards the highway, and so I will sometimes pass it. But I've never been in. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is what it I'd is. I'd rather go to the Mexican place across the street. <laughs> Los Sriraches? I've never been in there either. Oh, really? What's the other Mexican place across the street? No, no, no. I'm saying that is it. I just have never been there. Oh, you should. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. I mean, you know. I'll stop there before I bite the bullet. That You should. You should. Okay. Uh, that's a big game Friday. So I would anticipate that we'll be back Saturday. We'll meet sometime. I'm really hoping it's a celebratory podcast. If for some reason we don't meet in between and we win both games... I'm talking Friday mm-hmm. and Tuesday. That next podcast will be and, very and fun. Here's what I want. Win Friday, come back here Saturday, go back over the win, and then spend about half the podcast looking forward to the biggest home game since. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm going 2005. <laughs> probably. probably. More, yeah. more so than the Michigan State game in 2010 because that team didn't even make the tournament. The college game day one? Yeah. Yeah. And they were missing um, Lucas that night. Mm-hmm. He was their best player. That's right. Kalen Lucas was out. And, and you only beat him by a few mor- points. Yeah, and it was announced that morning, and that kind of gave the juice of, oh, their best player is out. And Izzo and Weber were buddies. And, you know, and don't get me started. Too We've cuddly. already talked about We've that. We've already talked about all that. The fraternity is so right. tight. Yeah. I don't know if Underwood has that same sort of – I mean – People always praise him. People are really praising Greg Gard. It seems like whenever a coach is on, you know, hot water or even lukewarm water, all the coaches come out of the woodwork and say, he's a great yeah, coach. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Probably because they want Greg Gard to stay for a while because they aren't Bo Ryan, Wisconsin. Correct. So, yeah, um, Saturday is the plan. We'll figure out a time. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I'm trying but to see we'll, if there was any other interesting quotes. Um, just it seemed like a lot of two Big Ten teams at its finest right there, slugging it out and fighting it out. Is more or less what what the coaches said. Pretty much, pretty much. Well, what do you think? What do we call this stupid episode? Um, Mine is so obscure. Like you'd have to be a, a Seinfeld well, fan. I, I, I get the Seinfeld part of it, but I don't. I didn't know that it was Herky was the Herky, name. Of, I Herky didn't know Hawk, that was the yeah. name of the Hawkeye. Um, Whiteout. It was a Whiteout white today out. too, <laughs> on the court and off. Um, just blinding whiteness all over the place. <laughs> so frustrating. I, I mean, is that is that racist for me to say I'm so tired of the blinding well, whiteness no. that is Iowa basketball? No, I mean, it would be racist if you said... Right. You're not turning it into a, sta- a stance on something. You're just, no, I'm just saying. Fact. I'm just saying, for me, total subjectivity here, it annoys me. Sure. It really annoys sure. me. Sure. That's, yeah. their, that's their MO. That's what they do well. I mean, it's like the Cardinals. I joke about that all the time. Oh, now, totally. They've gotten a little bit better, but... There was a time, and I joke with Lon about it, where there were four mats on the infield <laughs> for a game. It was like Matt Adams, Matt Holiday, Matt Carpenter, and someone else. And it's like, well, so it makes sense. It makes sense. So I, I mean, um, Herc store it works okay, and I could always put a Seinfeld gif with sure. it. Sure, something about Fran. Fran, what, what stuff? What, what pop culture stuff is about? I saw that Fran Drescher's on a new show, by the way. No kidding. The nanny is back, mm, my lady. I mean, she looks like she's sixty now, but the nanny is back. Mm, she looking good? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She looks good a, for she's her age. Ageless, yeah. man. She's um, Fran, Fran, Franny, something like Iran, I Fran. <laughs> um, Flock of seagulls. Okay. Um, Fran. Who Garza? Luca? What is Luca? Luca, like it looks like Luca, like Luca, um, Paluca. <laughs> that that's a line from Pulp Fiction. What are you looking at, Paluca? <laughs> um, hmm, I don't know, man. I'm stuck because I, I got to be honest. I was sort of in my mind preparing potential winning. Sure, I thought yeah, they were going to yeah. win today. I, I actually, I did. I, I didn't got think they would, but at the back of my head, I guess I did because I'm disappointed that they lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Fran's the focus. Ran uh, a fan, not a fan. Fran McCaffrey. Um, I mean, I had breakfast with him. Do I make any reference to <laughs> <laughs> breakfast with Fran? Yeah, or breakfast at Tiffany's, but that doesn't breakfast at Fran uh, McCaffrey's. No, um, oatmeal with Fran. <laughs> Hotel oatmeal with Fran McCaffrey. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean. It, it's the worst part of the podcast because by the time anyone listens to it, it's named. Yeah, usually we have. And quite frankly, I've been coughing the whole time and they lost. So if no one listens to this, I won't be butthurt. Um, uh, caucus? <laughs> something oh, about uh, uh, okay. the could... Iowa ruckus or something like that. Um, 
Okay, there is a caucus thing here. And ruckus is a word. Yeah, it is. It but is. But I don't really know. Caucus. Election day. Like kick, kick caucus. ass caucus. You know what I mean there? Vote for... Um, impeach, impeach France. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who dunked it? Um, let me check. I want to say it was McCaffrey. Was it Weisskamp, though? It number 10. Been. There was number five is Frederick. Number 10 is... <laughs> I can't keep them straight. <laughs> I can't either. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm um, just saying I cannot keep track. They all look the same. They all have the same skill set. Weisskamp, McCaffrey. Weisskamp was the one with the Weisskamp transition slam. Okay. What's his first um, name? Joe. Jordan. Joe. Joe? Joe Weisskamp. 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 Um... Uh, camp ca- campaign. Um, <laughs> there's got to be something there. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, what's like the political slogan if you don't want someone to win? Instead of vote so and so, it's like I don't know what a like if there's a traditional don't vote for that person kind of slogan or not. Um, I'm not sure. Caucus. Um, I might just go Herc store. Some people will get it. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. I got the George Costanza gif that'll help us promote it. I mean, it. that's fine. Yeah, that's our backup. We always have a good backup. I just sometimes the only time I've ever had a real uh, lucid moment was the Northwestern football game, where I rattled off like, Land of Stinkin' was great. Yeah, yeah, five. In that's a row one of my there. favorite titles. Well, um, let's do this. We're gonna end the recording. Okay. As we're like compressing the audio and all that stuff, and we'll you'll know if we talk. don't have any more creative thoughts if it's called Herc Store. Yeah, if it's not called Herc Store, we thought of something. If it is called Herc Store, then we were just talking about something other than episode titles. But when we come back on Saturday, here's the hope. You beat Maryland, you go 9-3 and three in the Big Ten and set up a huge game against Michigan State at home. I think ultimately they do. I think so too. I think the way this team played today, despite the execution late, they know what's at stake. And they are good enough to overcome even a poor performance yep. on the road to find themselves within striking distance against an Iowa team that I don't know if anyone's going to win at Iowa this year. They're really, really good at home. Yeah. So you take it. It sucks. We'll play them again March 8th, but we got a lot of basketball in between now and then. So, Trevor, the streak is over, but that's okay. It was fun. It is. It was, it was fun. fun while it lasted about a month. Lasted a month, right? A full month. January yeah. 2nd to February 2nd. Can't complain. No, you can't. Okay. So we'll be back on Saturday. It's a long week until then. Have fun of the game for anyone that's going. Got to thank, of course, DPDO online at dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. Fourthandkirby.com coupon code. The 200 level or 200 level, 10% off your next order at fourthandkirby.com. And State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. For Alana Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network partners in the relaunch of the 200 level, we'll see you on Saturday, hopefully after a huge Alana win against the Terrapins. For Trevor Valise and Mike Carpenter, it is the 200 level.